For God. For country. For truth. For justice. For the Republic. You're listening to the Powder Monkey Podcast on PirateInfoWars.com. Episode 32 of the Powder Monkey Podcast. This podcast uh, is titled Far Out Wisdom. And uh, why? Well, we're going to get into that in one second. Um, With me, uh, today is a special day because I have a full crew here with the uh, Powder Monkey. Uh, I have the uh, quartermaster, John Allen Williamson. That would be me. Welcome aboard, sir. Thank you. And the master gunner. Uh, here we have uh, Liam McCarty. How are you, sir? Doing good. Glad to be here. Thank so, you. And so why are we far out today? Well, we are far out because we have the hostess of the Far Out Wisdom podcast sailing with us. It is an absolute pleasure. Boonham. Boone, thanks for thanks for sailing with us today. How yeah, are you? You know, Patrick, I was sitting here, I was like, oh, he's gonna say my name wrong. He's gonna say my name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I nailed it. I nailed it, right? You nailed it, you nailed it. Hi everybody. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. By the way, um, I wanna ask you guys about the name. Why do you guys name it po- uh, what is it, the monkey powder podcast? Pa- pa- powder monkey podcast. That, and uh um okay, so um that that was a uh, it's sort of an inside joke. Oh. And, um, but it's also, um, sort of, it, it was just all sort of a, uh, synchronistic thing. And, um, uh, it, it started out with, um, we had another podcast that John would hop on. I sent you a link, mm-hmm. the neocrusader.com podcast. And, uh, when Alex Jones got banned, uh, I was just sitting around one day in the name pirate info wars. I was like, how do I pirate, you know, his stuff now? And then I thought, well, hell I start pirateinfowars.com. And so, and so the powder monkeys were normally, uh, younger lads. They were non-commissioned, uh, kids basically that they would send. And since we never really evolved, we kind of hit that failure to launch thing. So (laughs) we're all mentally about eight or nine years old here. So, uh, it's kind of like Neverland, um, only in, you know, hillbilly hell. And so, um, we just, uh, we had this uh, video of this 
um, there's this guerrilla group, um, you know, they, they look like, uh, you know, somewhere um, just, I, I don't know who, what South army, African most yeah, what army they were. But yeah, anyway, they, gave, they gave the monkey the AK-47. It, yeah, they gave this monkey an AK-47, <laughs> a fucking loaded AK-47. Here, here's, here's a fucking AK-47. And I guess one of the commanders on video, you can see him go, no, no. But by that time, the motherfuckers had already popped off. And so... Um, you just would have to see the video. I'll send you the link. Uh, I, 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 when I first when I first came across you, Patrick, I think we came across each other on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And when I saw your 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 logo, I was like, it has something to do with fucking cocaine and monkeys. Okay, so in addition to the in addition to all the other agencies, I guess the DEA now. I guess maybe I should be. Uh, for anybody listening, cocaine is not involved normally. I never hear. I don't know about the other end sometimes with my guests. And But now looking back on some of the episodes I've done, it, that might make sense. I don't know. But, um, you know, I guess I'll have to go back and digest all those again. But uh, I, I don't know. I just, uh, you, I, I think when I came across you, I, I saw you on Facebook. I found your profile on Facebook because I, I was um, doing some uh, uh, sort of uh, citizen journalist undercover things. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, I, I was just, you know, I was, I was working with a cleaning crew. You know, you try to get an interview with somebody and, uh, you know, they, they won't talk to you, but you offer to scrub their shit out of their toilet and they'll give you the keys to the kingdom. So, uh, you know, so, uh, that's that's how that, you know, but I was just one night I was mopping floors, I think, and I was just going through Spotify and, uh, I just kind of, I'm always on that quest to find, you know, something binge worthy and I'll be damned if, you know, the, the far out wisdom podcast didn't pop up. And so I just started listening. Uh, you know, I think I started with your first podcast and, right. and just sort of rolled into it and uh, it was great. So, uh, you know, that, that's just kind of how that came about, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, basically my podcast, if you guys don't know who it is, uh, what it is, it's, it's like, it's like a spiritual thing, but at the same time, it's just a bunch of weirdos coming together and just spreading the wisdom. <laughs> because it's like, <clears throat> like majority of the people that I'm normally around, they're really like, uh, arrogant, you know, like this, the typical Californian attitude. They think they're better than everybody else. Whereas with me, I see like working class, like people who are mechanics, people who are plumbers, people who are just working class Mer- Americans. Those are the people that I want to talk to. I don't give a fuck about the intellectuals. I'm not. You're talking to a mechanic. I happen yeah. to be one. And, yeah, and I'm a jack of all trades and the yeah. master of none. So like you've, you've hit the gold mine here. Yeah, exactly. So now we're going to go, to, I'm going to go straight to politics. Mm-hmm. What the? Well, I'm wait gonna, a minute. Let me put my britches on. <laughs> Did so you bring in, your brown ones? <laughs> yes. So in in California, um, I'm I'm here. I grew up here. I lived here. I'm a city girl. So I'm pretty much like the total opposite of you guys. You guys are in West Virginia, working class. I think it's like coal mine, right? In that in area in West Virginia. I mean, that's what you guys yeah. are going for, right? Yeah, that's that. Yeah. <clears throat> so totally different world city and stuff like that. But I start to see like around <clears throat> when I was in university, they start to mock the working class, basically the working class man. They make fun of them. They call you guys rednecks and things like that. I don't respect that because of the fact that um, working class people are, we make the United States of America go around, not the intellectuals that sit in their high throne 
You know what I mean? So every time like I, I bring that up, I get attacked for it because um, people in California, I'm, I'm going to put it this way. They, they live in a very bubble universe. They don't, I've heard that. Yeah. They don't, we don't, not we, but because I live in Fresno, so I'm right in the middle. I'm smack in the middle. The Central Valley is the working class of California, basically. We wrote it majority in 2016, Trump. It's Trump, like this area right here. Mm-hmm. And so I start to see people kind of mock the working class man, especially like these socialists, these communists. They think that, <laughs> and like, like when you look at the socialists and the commies, they don't really have jobs. They don't know, you know, how to mop. They don't know how to, you know, put down, you know, hit a nail. They they work with fucking female nails. They don't know how to hammer down nails. Okay. It's like, well, it, <laughs> go ahead. I, I just wanted to, before we move too far away from it, I just wanted to clarify something with them calling us rednecks. It doesn't offend me that they call us rednecks because we are what offends me is yeah, they yeah. don't know what a redneck I, is. See, right. I, well, it, it offends me. I prefer the term Appalachian American. Well, that's because yeah. you're <laughs> like too close to PC, man. Come but on, get that, away that, that. That, that's just too much for me to say. I, I appreciate being able to be dog ass drunk. So you're damn right, I'm redneck. Oh, I'm a redneck. I reckon I <laughs> okay. am. You know. All right. So, anyways, I just wanted to get that in before we got too far because I heard you say commie, and that's just going to. You know, just strike up a whole nother conversation yeah, right I mean, that's, there. That's like that's majority of the people that live here in California. It's these socialists and these talking about the hammer and sickle. So, um, Patrick knows my information about myself. Um, I don't know about Liam and John. Um, my dad was a radical Khmer Rouge. He was a radical communist. And yesterday was wow. the uh, anniversary of when yeah. Pot Pot and the Rouge. Forty six uh, years, right? Wow. April seventeenth. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Pol Pot. Yep. He was a killer, wasn't he? Yeah, he was very. He was very brutal. And so mm-hmm. when Pol Pot took over Cambodia, he pretty much erased everything that was Cambodian culture. So mm-hmm. what I'm seeing today, it's what's happening in America. They're, they're tearing down the Confederate statue. They are, I think, in in Mississippi, or I believe, I don't know, in Kentucky, I believe, where you know you can't even celebrate the Confederate flag. Like me, I'm not offended about the Confederate flag. It's not because I'm not a, like slavery. It's I, they don't know the history of the Confederacy. If, Absolutely. But yeah. But. My problem is just that that they are they want to erase history. They that right. that's the always the problem. You know, it's not. I don't have a problem with somebody being offended by the flag. I understand right. that, but but it's the You know, you don't eradicate an idea because then we never learn from it. But I'm, I'm sorry, going ahead. Well, and, yeah. and also yeah. I want to I want to put to that too. Just just proof that they want to erase history is the fact that they're going back and they're protesting statues of people who held the moral value standards of what they're saying they're protesting about you know i mean they're they're not just they're not just picking out you know people that they 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 think should be gone they're they're wanting to eliminate everything there's not going to be any statues for you to remember who abraham lincoln is well it's it's, you know it's it's cancel culture yep because here's the thing and you know i'm just going to freestyle here for a minute i don't mean to interrupt you but, uh, you know, since we're shitting on commies, let's do it, right? Okay? So here, here's the thing, is what people don't understand is one of the very first things that a, a dictator needs to do is to break the will of the people that he is trying to control. Right. And the, and the commies came up with a really great, great way of doing it. You demoralize people. Oh. 
let's 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 you know not just not just make them feel small but but well, demoralize that, that's always the, the plan but let, let's get back let's get let's let um boone get back into, uh, into yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. yeah i mean there's there's a lot of time to unpack it but let's right, let's right. let's lay it down first so, yeah when, when pol pot he took took over majority of, of the country he literally raised everything like religion was removed the christians i would say the christians and the Chan muslim was majority of the target and the catholics they <clears throat> they did everything from execution torture burying them alive the priests they were killed like it and so you're seeing that today in this country because um when you when my parents came here in 1980 uh, they came, they landed in Atlanta, Georgia. So I'm from Georgia. I was born in Atlanta, Georgia. And then I, we came to California because of good old Southern girl, the yeah. ATL, the <laughs> yeah. ATL in the house. Yeah. So like okay. majority, yeah, like majority of the Cambodians, they landed in, in Georgia and we just spread out all of us just spread out. And so when we landed in California, it's because my dad and his comrades were here in, in, in California. So if you guys don't know this, a lot of Khmer Rouge, they do have political power in Long Beach, California, basically like in, in LA area. So they won many seats already. So as you can guys, as you guys can see, you know, the, I understand the, <clears throat> the refugee. I understand like, I think uh, Patrick, you just talked to somebody that talks about refugee, the, um, the nature of making the, money off the, refugees. The business. Yeah. Right. The refugee, yeah. She referred. Mm -hmm. So when like the right, they make a good argument about, Picking and choosing are refugees. And I think they made a terrible mistake during the Khmer Rouge time because the fact that majority of these these Cambodians that did came, um, they were also Rouge, like my dad. Now I'm not shitting on my dad. I respect my dad. He's my father. I have to, you know, he's he's our head of our household. But right. the thing is that I believe in responsibility and I, I believe in accountability. So if you fucked up or, you know, if you do something that's really bad, you hold yourself accountable for it. The Cambodian people are not gonna have justice ever. Uh, majority of the Rouge, they all died already. They're gone. Uh, one person is just serving time right now, but I'm not, they died of old age. So we're never going to see justice. So <clears throat> when we came here, um, the, I love American culture. Okay. We assimilated, we assimilated um, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, American government and stuff like that. So I'm interested in, in politics, especially American politics. So I'm told by leftists yes. that I am, what's that word? That I am participating in white supremacy because of the fact that I I, I believe in John John Locke's philosophy. Right, you're racist. <laughs> it's like it's like. See, the thing is, is that when they use the term white supremacy, they're not talking about when they talk about fascism. They talk about the whole entire system of the American government, American politics, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and stuff like that. They're all bad people in these people's mm -hmm. eyes. So what they're trying to do. And it's really sneaky and it's brilliant at the same time is, is they're trying to make white people like you guys, <laughs> it's like, like white dudes, especially How dare you. <laughs> yeah, especially white dudes as the enemy, because you guys are holding the United States of America, pretty much the Constitution intact. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to when I say they I'm talking about the Marxists, what they're trying to do is to try to break that and demoralization cost, yeah, exactly when when they do that and they're succeeding that's the scary absolutely they are because they're they're taking majority of the institution already uh, especially yes. in california they, they have high position they're in politics they're in the media they're in everywhere and so <clears throat> whereas the right we're working class you guys are working class you guys don't have time to go fucking protest you guys don't have time to do all that you don't you know so 
they they are she gets me yeah <laughs> so so they're 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 targeting specifically white cis male because their argument is that you guys are holding the constitution which you guys are uh, i listen to your podcast which you guys are I, I, i'm sorry but what does <laughs> cis male mean it, it means it means it, to them it means straight men men who like uh, straight okay. yeah not that you're a sissy oh, don't get oh, he was about to rip his yeah. he, he stood up and kind of ripped his shirt off and, but but he's cool now. He's cool. Cool. What's going on with that brother? Yeah, I, I was a little concerned too, but now that I know the definition, yeah, yeah. I'm a cis male. So, yeah, yeah. So, okay. that, yeah, that's what they're doing. So they they so what the they're they, what they're doing is now the it tactic, can't hurt yeah. me. So the tactics that they're using is Maoist and a little bit of Bolshevik Leninism. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So, yes. Yeah. So so what they're doing is using, yeah. So they're using. Uh, tactics of the Russians, the Soviet, the USSR. Yeah. Um, I was little when the USA, USSR fell. So, mm-hmm. but they're they're doing that to. They're using the use of language, and it's fucking brilliant that they're doing that. And so, yeah, it is truly. Yeah, and so it's really. <clears throat> so if so, they take, go ahead. Go ahead can, can I? Uh, do, I guess did you follow? You followed Eric Blair. Um, no. You know, uh, okay, nineteen eighty four. Um, George Orwell. That was his mm, yeah, name. Yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, he he was a he was on the inside. You know, mm-hmm. Aldous Huxley was related yeah. to people. They didn't just come up with this. They didn't just you know they they didn't come up with this. They were leaking the blueprint. It's a blueprint. Um, yeah, yeah, and and that's the five minutes of rage. You know, they they talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm sorry, not the five minutes of rage. The five minutes of rage were all these you know protests over everything. But the mm-hmm. the the uh, that's the new speak. They they mm. ban the language and then they define the paradigm by the new words. Yes, and and, 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 the and also too. they define the media. They you know the, yep. the the programming. But okay, but I, I'm going to let you get back into it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's really fascinating. I'm so glad you guys are seeing the same thing that I'm seeing because <clears throat> what they're doing is um, also they remove God. So you guys are religious. You guys grew up Christian, right? Yes, oh, yeah. ma'am. ma'am, absolutely. Yeah, so you guys grew up Christian, so. You guys just have, put it out there. I'm Catholic, so bring that perspective. Yeah, so Catholics yes. and Christians, you guys have values, you guys have beliefs, you guys have morals. Mm-hmm. So morals, you guys are, you guys, yeah, you guys are going up against people who don't have that. So them, it's anarchy, all break loose. So that's where the right is weak because they have God to, you know, they have a higher power that they look after. I mean, and you guys have comrades and stuff like that too. But at the same time, you guys sure. do have God behind mm-hmm. you guys. So it's kind of kind of like we hope of, and pray anyway. Yeah, it's it's kind of difficult for you guys to fight dirty. And I've always talked to the right. I said you guys don't know how to fight dirty. It's because you guys have God uh, behind you. So it's it's I'm trying to kind of help you guys in the process because I'm not a religious person. Uh, I I was raised Buddhist, a very strict background of, of Buddhism. Um, so I wasn't raised Christian. But at the same time, I do understand where you guys are coming from because of my background and seeing Pol Pot took not only did he took the soul and the blood aligned of Cambodia, he destroyed it. And we're still suffering till this day. The motherland is still bleeding and, and the China is making it worse. And she, and, and China oh, is, yeah. yeah, China is taking over everything, everything, everything. everything. And, 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 and I mean, that, you, know? you know, and, and I mean, you know, you being raised, uh, uh, Buddhist and us being Christian, I mean, the same f- simple fact is, is we still have the same moral system. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. I, I do know that much about Buddhists, and, and we sanctify <laughs> life. You know, <laughs> like like we 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 consider life is 
is is a precious gift from God, you know. I mean, but see, even even or, you, or Buddha or whoever, you know. Right. I mean, I, if you respect you know, life, I respect I, you. I mean, it, it's it, the thing. I guess as far as fighting dirty, um, you know, there with in in the Bible it talks about the armor of God, right? And so we don't necessarily have to fight God, you know, dirty because we we can don, you know, that we 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 are dirty in, in, right. in a Christian view. We're we're dirty. We're filthy people. We're we're assholes. Right. You know, just because you um, call yourself a Christian doesn't mean you're not an asshole from day to day. I, <laughs> right. I, can, I, can, right. I can verify that, exactly. but. But at the same time, see, the, the whole thing is it's not our righteousness. It's his righteousness mm-hmm. and, 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 and the crusades that we decide to pick up on, mm-hmm. um, you know, so, um, you know, they, they can fight dirty. I, you know, I, in one of my podcasts, we just, uh, we talked about, you know, how, you know, they can use Takia, which is deception, uh, you know, and they can come in and, and wave flags and be happy and secretly be plotting, you know, and, mm-hmm. And in a way, that's kind of, you know, it, I can, uh, you know, with everything that happened in 2001, and, and again, that's a whole nother podcast, but, um, uh, but you know, it, 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 I can understand the how people, especially people in the government who are responsible for safety, you know, can get a little neurotic about things and say, well, these people have Takiya, so, you know, they can all come in and be, you know, just assholes. I understand that. You, but let people's actions be what they're accountable for, not not fight crime or pre-crime. But when you have a mosque and, you know, they're saying things like we are, you know, we, we just want peace and we want to be part of the community. But at the same time, they have all these damn pamphlets about Sharia law, which is horrible. And, you know, yes. I mean, so yeah, well, they want you to so, assimilate again, it's to actions. them. It's actions. So they but, want you to assimilate to them instead of the other way around. Yeah. That's what that is. Right. You can even see that with Christians. I mean, Christians, they're, they're a little bit different. They, they like to just, they're, they're honest. Whereas I think with Sharia law, it's against, this is where a lot of the liberals, the moderate liberals, so I'm talking about like Glenn, Glenn Greenwald and stuff like that. Yeah. The weakness is when they don't want to go there. So when I mean go there, how do we liberals go against Sharia law? Like how, you know, it's because we believe in freedom of speech, freedom of expression, freedom of religion. There you go. That's when it becomes kind of an issue. So, okay. So what if the, the, these people, the jihadists want to do harm? Now, what do we do? So this comes to the social contract. And then, so a lot of the leftists, especially white women, I hate to say that, you know, they are very protective of people of color, including myself. They they don't. I always make the joke that that the threat to American culture is white women, and it's just a joke. It's a joke. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, here, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm it gonna rings. go ahead and and tell this story because <laughs> because you know I I my relationship my marriage is some kind of amalgamation. I don't know how it works. I don't know how I'm not divorced or, or single, but I, I mean, you've heard, you've heard my podcast. You've heard the shit or that I strung say. up in a tree. Yeah, and, but, but my wife on the other hand is super ultra liberal. She's got three degrees. Um, and you know, she, you know, I, I told her that you were coming on and, uh, you know, she, she said, well, make sure you talk to her about Asian hate. Mm. And, 
And, oh, wow. Uh, and, the buzzword. <laughs> and, you know, and then I said, well, I said, I said, I, you know, I said, we're going to cover a lot of different things. And, and she said, don't be racist. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, I don't know if you've heard, I, mean, I don't know if you've heard of any of the, uh, the podcast that she came on. And granted, I was drinking a little bit. I was sipping a, a, just a touch, but, and she was too. We were sipping a little wine, but, uh, but, you know, it gets to the point where we cannot have that conversation. But it's right. some, somehow, somehow we love it through. But anyway, yeah, I mean, absolutely. But and I can't get her to understand it, though, Boone. I well, can't. Well, this is how you guys want to know my, my true opinion about this whole Asian hate thing. Go ahead. <laughs> Go for I it. honestly believe <clears throat> this is going to be like a conspiracy. I wish I had my tinfoil hat. I made a tinfoil hat earlier. So I, I, <laughs> I took I took a picture so you guys can use as your. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, Powder Monkey Radio. <laughs> Is going to start sponsoring or have a sponsor that that where uh, Liam and I we make tinfoil hats. Nice. We'll and, and we're going to sell them. Wait, wait like, no, no, because, like five bucks, because you know. in addition to the DEA and everybody else, I don't need the damn IRS. <laughs> this saying, our, wait a minute, he's selling tinfoil that, hats. That's, that's our, you know, I'm, I'm selling them as an independent contractor. You ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, ten ninety nine, it's done. Go, we'll, go on ahead, Boom. We'll go leave, ahead. We'll even. We'll even line the inside of a baseball cap for you, so nobody will know. <laughs> yeah, it's like the the pocket pocket. Yes, yes. <laughs> so this is this is my conspiracy theory. So, um, so in '93, the LA riots happened. You guys yeah. remember it? Okay, yeah. I loved it. It was yeah. cool. So the LA riots happened. I was only followed shortly by OJ. I was only four or five years old, and I remember my parents said we have to go to LA because we have to save our cousin's business because it was even destroyed. So I, this whole race relationship has been happening for quite some time. I know, <laughs> yes. you know what I mean? Like Asian, Asian hate. I don't even know what the, like, what do you mean? There's a bunch of us. There's Cambodians, there's Vietnamese, there's Thais. Which one? I mean, you can't I, just I say, mean, you know what I mean? Like traditionally, Boone, I'll be honest with you. But, it's, yeah, it's the other way for me. I, I mean, most, I'm surprised that you came on because most Asian women are like, no. And I don't know. I don't know if it's, I break the duct tape out. Too soon, or, or, they, or they catch on that I'm I'm at like a restaurant and you know they're asking me if I want more pessy and I'm like yes, but you know anyway. You're like, anyway. no, Patrick, we're not going to love you long time, Patrick. <laughs> not love you long time. Hey, listen, this this is a dirty. That's racist, secret. Boone. Stop that. This is a dirty secret about 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 Sean. He had this oh, idea geez. to open a restaurant. Oh, dude. Okay, go and ahead. It's called Me So Hungry. We feed you long time. Yeah. And it's a buffet. Yeah. Is, yeah. That is hilarious. So, yeah. this whole thing, like, this whole race thing, like, between, like, like Blacks and Asian, for example, the, the tension has been happening for decades. And so the yeah. media is starting to kind of pay attention to it. I call bullshit because the fact that during this period of time of these Asian hate thing, the CCP was getting investigated by the coronavirus, and so they're what they're the, the the CCP they're using tactics they're using American American like their their identity because with America we're we're kind of obsessed with our identity you know what I mean like so so they're using that as a way to kind of distract uh, them from getting investigated so like for instance there was the 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 shooting that happened with, with um the the, the part the the massage parlor right right and I, and I called it out Patrick you saw it in my post I called mm-hmm. it out I said it has nothing to do with race and the reason why the media was so desperate to get that is because of the fact that he was white okay he even said himself in the beginning when when he was he got arrested he said 
no, I just have a sex addiction, um, and I pretty much target my my sin, and that is, you know, the sex parlor. And so a lot of people got mad at me, especially my Asian friends. They're like, you know, now people are going to assume that every Asian, par- every massage parlor is a sex prostitution place. Happy and ending. Said, and I said, I said, um, yeah, it's kind of true because of the fact that the majority of these people, they come from China, they come from Korea, they come from Taiwan. They use slaves from, from Asia and they bring them into these places. And that's pretty much what happened. Now, right. I'm going to say, go ahead. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, but uh, I'd, I'd like to I'd like to talk to you a little bit. I mean, it seems because you, you you're an immigrant to our country, right? And you love it. No, no, you I was born, no, no, she was yeah. born here. Was, was, oh, yeah, that's right. You yeah, were born here, but yeah, your but your parents yeah. immigrated. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to misspeak. Okay. However, uh, uh, just like with what's going on today at our southern border, where there because there's Romanians and stuff that are being brought into it's our the, country. It's all right? the same people. It's all the same people. Well, right? I know it's. But, uh, well, let, let her. Just Later, I'm sorry. It's cool. Well, uh, maybe I, later we can address it will. again. Okay. Yeah, we will. Go ahead. Yeah. So, Go like, ahead. with this whole Asian hate thing, like, okay, so the poor Filipino woman, the 65 year old woman that was kicked and he, she got her pelvic bro- bones broken and everything like that, and I called it out. I said that's not a hate crime. The guy happened to come out of prison after killing his mom, and then what? she happened to be there. And I, I, I it, it's very. I, I don't want to sound controversial, but at the same time, I'm a very logical person. And so mm-hmm. I try to see things as is. And unfortunately, the, the, the poor one was kicked by the black man, but it was not a hate crime. But at the same time, I don't know all the information. All I know is that he just kicked her. And, and so a lot of these, these incidents that's happening, yes, they are hate crimes that are committed by blacks, which is very common. Like I said, it's very common. It's just the media starting to kind of pay attention because Asians were very successful here in the United States of America. We are on the top dogs, like the top earners in the United States, because the fact that we have that opportunity, we have the American dream to do so. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, that's why these critical theorists or these fucking Marxists, when they say things like, oh, the white system with the white supremacy, things like that, I call bullshit because the fact that Asians are at top. You know what I mean? Like we get discriminated against, we get beat, we get spit on. Majority of the racist that uh, racism that I've I've experienced are by well, unfortunately, other Asians and blacks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it it doesn't fit in with reality. Does that make sense? And so yeah, So I understand where uh, Patrick's wife is coming from because the fact that she's a very compassionate person. And so the CCP, what they're doing is they're using that compassion. Yes. They're, they're very manipulative. So they will flip it and they will try to make us the victim. Whereas Asians, we're not. We're actually very, we just do our thing. We, we, we're working hard. we work hard. We shut our mouth. We do what we got to do. And we succeed. And that's pretty much what we do. You know what I mean? So maybe that's why. But at the same time, like I said, this whole Asian hate crime is not a rise because of the coronavirus or, coronavirus or anything like that. It's because the CCP, they took that opportunity and they tried to, like, focus the Americans. Absolutely. Out. Yeah, so... <clears throat> and they're blaming it on Trump. Trump's not in power anymore. I mean, right. when, when Trump said the China virus, is he wrong? He's not wrong. It came from China. And we yeah. all know that China. I have hours to speak yeah. about that. Yeah. So chi- like, like chi- literally, yeah. we could do a whole podcast just that. <laughs> so shit like, literally. <laughs> and I'm going to do it, too. So I, I would like to talk with you about it. <laughs> in yeah, another yeah. Time, I, okay? Like, I hate the fucking CCP. I, I hate them with every blood and bone and skin in my fucking body because the fact that the CCP, they fucked the Cambodians over. They screwed us over. They destroyed us. Well, they took everything from us. And so the, the, when, when Pol Pot died, he even said that he wanted 
the West to win. He wanted the West to win because we would have been in better hands in, under the West. Of course, you know, Afghanistan, Syria, stuff like that. We're, we're not perfect. You guys know that, you know, we, we shouldn't even be there. We should be out. Our troops, mm -hmm. our soldiers should be back home with their families. Absolutely. They, shouldn't, they shouldn't be there at all. So I get it. But <clears throat> would you rather live under the West or the fascist China? You pick, you choose. So... I already know what my bus ticket says. <laughs> let me ask. Let me ask you something, Boone. Do you yeah. think, um, you know, the term "hate crime" or "hate speech"? Um, well, I mean, obviously, it, it limits free speech. Right. But do, do you think that what we call hate speech? Do you think it's too um, anomalous? It's too, um, you know, just uh, it, it, there's. You know, they can make it anything they want it to be. Hate uh, speech doesn't exist. Free speech okay. is free speech. If you can't right. handle, if Absolutely. you if you say, okay, I'm going to say, can I say a racist term? Is that okay Go with for you? It. Okay. I mean, say what you need to say. <laughs> I don't want get to you, get you kicked off. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, it's free speech, Ben. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, so, I, so, so the term, for example, like gook, that's against Chinese, you see majority. Chinese. Yeah, so the slur against Cambodians is, is Cambos, right? We were called Cambos, we're called jungle Asians because the fact that majority of, of us Southeast Asians, fuck it, we climb trees, we got to get the coconut one way or another, right? So we go get the coconut. So they call us jungle I, Asians. I love coconut. I love <laughs> coconut so milk. You put the lime in the coconut. <laughs> so this is how I see it. With American culture, it's America, fuck yeah, for a reason. It's because we get to say what we want to say. And just be, and and it, it's up to the individual to react. If you are an Asian person, if you listen to this, um, if you're an Asian person and you are offended by somebody else's speech, then you need to grow the fuck up. Because the fact that if you become offended, your actions or your ideas is a ricochet. It's going to be like a domino effect. Like for ex for example, like Dr. Seuss's book, there was a Chinaman that was running with noodles, right? Uh, who hasn't done that? I've done that. You know, I mean, it's not really offensive or anything. I mean, I, I have Chinese blood in me as well when the Chinese took over uh, Cambodia. Mm -hmm. And so it's all on you and how you react to it. Because when you say something, it's hate speech, then you're limiting political correctness. And when you, you, you practice political correctness, it's going to hurt the people of color because you can't talk about shit like this. For example, in the UK, they have the Asian grooming gangs, the Muslims and stuff were grooming, well... The, the women that were raping the women and um, the, the, the French and stuff, they, they, they didn't want to say it because they were afraid that they would get called racist. And so political correctness, I understand where, where they're coming from. It's, they're coming from a place from their heart, their compassion, which is, it's, it's okay. I, I get it. But when you don't have serious conversations about who the perpetrators are, well, guess what? You're going to have more, problems when you don't get to the root of it because you're afraid to say something you know what i mean i'm not i'm not saying like oh the gooks are the problems not that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is that we have to be honest with our speech and, and if we're honest and truthful with our speech then we can finally have justice does that make sense like it does it does and does. and also i mean as far as like hate speech and hate crimes I mean, they're degrading the actual meaning of the word because hate is a very powerful word. Right. Most of society doesn't understand how powerful hate is because it's used so much anymore, you know, in hate crimes and hate speech when it's not, you know. Right. Uh, the, but the, the actual use of hate, like, it's degraded so much that it doesn't really mean anything anymore. Right. And when there's an actual racist crime. So, for example, another one, um, Corey Muhammad is a black nationalist. And I called this out. So in 2016, I voted uh, voted against Donald Trump. 
Okay, I had Trump, Trump derangement syndrome for, for only about four months, and after that, I just snapped out of it. So what happened was Corey Muhammad, uh, he specifically went in downtown Fresno, where I live, and you guys can look it up um, if, to the audience as well. You guys can look up information. Corey Muhammad, black nationalist, he was a follower of Louis Farrakhan. Right. He called it out. And he told the cops, yes, I went to downtown Fresno, and I shot these effing white men, right? And he killed, I believe he killed four, and he mm-hmm. wounded five others, so like a nine, nine people in total. He didn't get hit with a hate crime. And I called it out among my little Democrat buddies, and I said, hey, that's a fucking hate crime. Oh, you yes. can't say that. You can't <sighs> say that. And, you know, this is what this is my issue. When it comes to a person of color committing a hate crime, they need context. But when it comes to a fucking white guy, oh, it's racist right hey, away. Hang on one second, Boone. Yeah. Hang on one second. Gentlemen. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Proceed. So, like, like, for instance, like, Patrick, he can go and say, hey, to, like, a, a chick and say, hey, you're very pretty. Uh-oh, it's a fucking sex assault all of a sudden. Yeah. He's a white dude. Now, if I would have went to her and said, oh, it's okay. It's, she's just a chick. See, the thing is, is that these SJWs, when their their use of language is very manipulative. They, 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 it's planned. Exactly. It's planned. So with the situation with Cora Muhammad, I called it out. I said, that's a hate crime. And boy, did they get mad. I got kicked out. I got humiliated. I got, I got cussed at. I got told I was a racist, that I did not like black people and stuff like that. No, this guy's the fucking black nationalist. They're like the white nationalist. <laughs> it was like just the, the opposite version. They want, yeah. they want, um, what is that? The black Panther. They want that, that world. You know what I mean? And so I brought this up and I said, I guarantee you, and I told all my Democrat body buddies, they're not friends with me anymore because I'm too radical for them now. I told them. Welcome aboard. No, I told them. I said, there's going to be another shooting. I guarantee you. I go, the moment that you don't pay attention, you guys are focused on fucking white nationalism, which is a small percentage, to be honest with you, a small percentage of these people. And I go, then you're turning around and, and you, you are holding whites to a higher standards than blacks i really don't understand i mean to me that's racist i mean that is the definition of racism right there and then there was a shooting at the capitol right did he kill how many people killed you guys know i'm talking about like the uh the black nationalist that ran over um he ran his car at the capitol from my understanding not too long ago oh in dc oh yeah in dc yeah yes and so i brought it up and i i sent my all my democrat buddies and i said told you i said i was right because it's just it's just logic and I go, it's I go, stop that critical race theory bullshit and fucking focus you. on your main your your main enemy. And it's not whites. It's not. It's not the Christians that not you need to go after. It's not the Catholics you gotta go into. It's not the people in West Virginia or even fucking Alabama. It's not that they're not the problem. It's just that you guys are put as the enemy for a reason. <clears throat> because you guys well, yeah, because you have to ha- you have to have a scapegoat. I mean, all all of the globalists' plans are to use scapegoats and useful idiots. And and the scapegoats and the useful idiots, they both get the same outcome. It's just at a different time. Right. And they took out Alex Jones, for example, which I don't understand till this day. Alex Jones has never once talked about race. Never. 
he talks about conspiracy theories and lizard people. Okay. That's not all he talks about. He does talk about race. Well, he does, but he but the way he talks about it is that that it's it's how you know they're making they're using like you said critical race theory to to cause this division. But when it comes out, that's another point. Now I have Powder Monkey Radio. I I have curated some of the most damn amazing songs mankind has ever heard. And I have, uh, you know, I, I kind of weave in some uh, some Infowars, you know, clips and things like that, 30-second clips or whatnot. Right. And I have a clip in there where Alex Jones is literally talking about how the media is making this little dead girl who, who had been shot, yeah. you know, how they had taken her death and, and hyped up some kind of whipped up a, a race frenzy. And so, you know, all, all the time, never, never addressing the, how everybody is constantly killing each other in these places like Chicago, black on black crime. Right. But, but yeah. my wife cannot tolerate it. It's like holy water and vampires. We, we damn near got divorced because she, she almost ripped the knob off of, of the car. I mean, it's like, wham, I can't listen to that. And she doesn't listen. It's not that she she can't, it's that she doesn't. Where did she get uh, all her um, information, her resources? Because I get my, not not necessarily Fox News or CNN, I get mine from independent. I do my own research, really. Well, well, you know, well, here's, I mean, and and she's not here to defend herself. So I I don't mean to to beat on my wife, but I I just, you know, I'm I'm looking for insight. I need to know, well, only when I wear the wife beaters. Oh, okay. I I want to (laughs) match. Dumbass. The real redneck. But, but, um. (laughs) You know, I want to, you know, I, I want, because she's made me such a better person. Her empathy. Right. I, I, who knew, uh, who knew empathy existed? Uh, did you, John? Have you ever heard of empathy before? Empaths? Yes. Anyway, we love them. Anyway, but I mean, They're she has, in all seriousness, she's made me a better person. Right. But, yeah. but she gets her information. She's also had to fight with racists. You know, she's, she's yeah. had, you know, the actual, you know, like, uh, you know, she, she has a biracial child and right. um, she had to witness and go, you know, run into the dumbasses who throw, you know, you know, just the most hateful things out. And so I understand that. So in her way, and maybe that's part of the reason I love her is that she is, she is a she is fighting with all her heart for what she in her mind she mm-hmm. believes is right exactly. and i think they've taken the parts that are right that she's crusading for and they've warped it they've perverted it yeah yeah perverted. and so but anyway that's that's the little ba- bit of backstory there yeah it, it, it's it's true i mean like i said they're 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 using her compassion and her empathy because mm-hmm. let's face it the right and the left totally different brain all right, where the Absolutely. conservatives are a little bit more kind of, they're kind of, mm, I'm not really sure if I want, you know, it, it's not because they're racist, it's, they're trying to protect their values and their beliefs, which is not wrong. That's mm-hmm. normal in a tribe to do so. Whereas the left, it's just, <clears throat> it's it's polluted with Marxism. And I hope, well, I hope your wife knows that. It's polluted with Marxism. And we can get into that if you guys want to. I mean, it's going to be kind of like confusing a little bit, but I kind of see where she's coming from because in her eyes is the oppress and oppressor kind of attitude right like the yes right so when it comes to caring about people of color and stuff like that i get it i grew up around poor people i got shot at okay i got shot as a kid and it wasn't for my dad i got hit by a bullet right you know i grew up oh if it wasn't for my dad i (laughs) yeah 
didn't get hit by yeah, a bullet. With, with John, John, John got, got shot, shot at as well, but uh, it, was, it was his dad. Uh, anyway. Oh, your, your dad shot at you? I thought, I, I was kind of well, expecting you know, I mean, he's a red dad, you know. what <laughs> <laughs> a woman would be kind of, not his dad. No, if, if you meet his wife, you'll understand why she don't need to shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> He would just whoop ass. his ass. We, that's, we have something here in the in the mountains called whoop ass, and <laughs> yeah. she knows very well how and to uh, open a can of it. She's got two industrial sized cans. Yes, she's got two nicknames: the Destroyer and the Amazon. Yeah. You know, it's like with with the poor and stuff like that. We grew up poor. All of us did. You know, what I mean, I grew up eating government cheese. I grew up on welfare. I remember back in the day, you had to like pay for. For for your food, like this this money that they give us. So yeah, I, I totally get it. I mean, I I I fucking get it. Like if Antifa would have thrown the the cheese that we ate as kids, they would have fed the homeless and protest correctly. You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. You know, you know absolutely. it's like you know, it's like I I get it. I get where Patrick Barfy's coming from. I hope she's listening to this, and I totally understand where she's coming from, and I'm on her side for sure. But she's confusing um, liberalism and marxism because liberalism if you guys know you guys know already it yeah. influenced our constitution it made yeah. america the way I, that they are I, i'm gonna i'm gonna hop in for just one second because that that was something i absolutely you you kind of took it there so that's a good okay. sort of segue in um you know I think I heard your episode. You were talking about the, um, you know, how you hate the word libtard, <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. and I. But you shouldn't see. I, th- I think in your mind you think that now. I, and I don't think I've ever used the lift the, the the word libtard. I have, but but it's <laughs> yeah. but it's 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 a. Oh, uh, yeah. But it is a. Uh, you know that is that is sort of a way to differentiate between the classical liberal and because because I, I'm sorry, but when when Leo Zagami says uses the word libtard, it is funnier than shit. <laughs> I love Leo Zagami, but but yeah. he is like he can make it a superpower when he uses it. <laughs> but um, you know, but but that's not you, Boone. That's yeah. that isn't you at all. I mean, uh, oh, I love American history. I mean, when I right. like, I, I love it. When I was like in my. my I, you know what? I think before all the education system went into shit, it's when my my teachers were like classical liberals. They were hardcore American government, Adam Smith and stuff like that. So it's because of them that made me love the Constitution. It makes me love the attitude of Americans because it's right. badass. Because we have <laughs> we swing our dick around. We're like, we love you too. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we swing our dick around we're like America. Fuck yeah, you know that's us. That's, us. that's liberalism. They and so when you see that like the UK and stuff like that, they fuck around and find out with the colon the colony. <laughs> the colony. Yeah, they fuck around. They found out right. And so they that, did. Yeah, they they fuck, fuck them red coat <laughs> motherfuckers. We ran through the briars and we ran through the bushes. So, yeah. <laughs> and so that's <clears throat> that's the attitude that we need back because if we don't bring yes. that attitude back we're done it's because- absolutely i yeah, agree you know 100 i have a theory though i think if we ever said something crazy like make america great again <laughs> people would lose their fucking minds we'll lose their shit i think over they that. would lose their shit yeah, i'm just making a prediction that's what what trump was trying to say okay i get because he grew up like i think he was born in the 30s and then he was raised in the 40s and the 50s and those were the golden years in american history right so i get the whole racist part i get american was america was 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 racist i totally understand that. i mean america bombed the fuck out of cambodia but at the same time mm-hmm. the, the marxists what they were trying to do is the argument <laughs> the marxists are trying to make is because 
um, this is Cambodian history. Um, Nixon, <clears throat> the Americans asked King Sejong, which is the Cambodian king during that time, hey, do you have the Viet Congs or the Ho Chi Mail, a whole Ho Chi Minh uh, Trail? That's what where America bombed, right? So a lot of these leftists always bring that up for me. Well, the Americans, mm -hmm. they bombed the fuck of Cambodia. And I go, well, you guys have to understand that it's war. There's no justice in the war. They did what they can. You yeah, know what I mean? Can I, go ahead. Can I, hop, can I hop in there? Because when, you know, I knew we were going to be talking about Cambodia. Yeah. And m my dad was 173rd Airborne. Mm. And so he, um, you know, I... I I heard you make a, a comment about your mom, how you've right. never really talked much about the genocide right. with her. And I, 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 in my mind, when you said that, I thought, well, you know, I've, I've never really sat down and had a conversation with my dad. Mm. And all these years, I've never really had that conversation with him. I figured if he wanted to talk about it, I mean, you know, we would. And, but, uh, but, you know, there, I, I had asked him, I said, um, you know, I said, were you ever in Cambodia? And he, uh, he said, uh, he said, yeah, he said, I was in Cambodia. Um, a lot of people didn't know we were, but I did because I had the map. Right. And he talked about, um, you know, just how, um, you know, the North Vietnamese kind of like, kind of like what's happening in our school systems and, and to our right. younger youth. But you know, the North Vietnamese would go into Cambodia and, and into those villages and those areas and, and pull out the young men. Right. And exactly. take them. And, and it, 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 it's happening it, again. Uh, Jesus said, there's nothing new under the sun. Mm -hmm. They're doing and, it, yeah, and it's they're true. Doing mm -hmm. They're doing it now. And I understand why you fight so hard and, and I respect the hell out of you for it. Yeah. And so, you know, we need, we need a lot of people behind our backs, regardless if you're, you're, you're moderate left or moderate right, because whoever this entity is, we call them, of course, we call them the elites and stuff like that. They, they're making us go against each other. So with the, the situation in, in Cambodia, I totally understand why I've met, I met a soldier. He committed suicide a long time ago uh, because he felt so bad that he was the one who dropped the bombs. So he felt so bad. He told me um, he was a Vietnam veteran. He told me, um, I'm sorry. You know, I, I'm sorry that I've caused pain and suffering to your family, which is totally understandable. It's war. You know, the United States of America did what they had to do, you know, and, and they pulled out. And so a lot of these leftists or these American communists, they use that argument against me in that they made Pol Pot. Right. Well, if they made Pol Pot, I mean, they, you know, the thing with the thing with the leftists is that they, they feel they feel like people of color are not capable of hate, which is wrong, extremely wrong. Oh, I think they, men. I think they know it deep down, and I think that's that's how they weaponize it. I think that's that's the whole point. But yeah, but, but they, yeah, they, they use it. I mean, like with the whole situation with the, going back to the Asian hate crime thing. I mean, knowing that the perpetrators are black, they they didn't even know what to do. Like, what do I do with this information? When the guy <laughs> shot up, yeah. yeah, when the guy shot up, uh, where was it in Colorado? Um, he was a Muslim. He hated Trump like a motherfucker. And they couldn't, they were like, oh my God, I don't know what to do with this information. What do we say? They didn't cover it. Well, that's all. inconvenient. <laughs> They're like, they can't cover it at all. I mean, right. it's just, it's, it's really, it, it really scares me because of the fact that um, we only have enough foot soldiers. I mean, do you guys know about the intellectual dark web, like Dr. Peterson and stuff like that? Um, uh, yeah. Um, I, I've uh, uh Peterson, I, I guess, uh, uh, I've, I've heard you talk about them. Um, 
you know, and I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've listened to, to, to Dr. Peterson, um, Jonathan Peugeot, uh, yeah. I, I love, but yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So they're, <clears throat> they're talking about Western civilization and they talk about God, they talk about Jesus Christ and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. is the logos, basically like the, the mythology of Western civilization is pretty much based on Christianity. We can't lie about that. I mean, the whole constitution was influenced by Christianity. So it talks about the individual. And so what the Marxists are trying to do is they're, they're going after culture. And they're going after your culture. Everybody, like, it's just like anybody who's American knows and see this. And if they allow it to happen, we're in deep shit in in the next couple years. I mean, we have a president that came and walked the fucking staircase, like, without falling down. He can't even talk at all. And we're we're being, I can't really explain it. The Chinese, they're they're demasculating our men. They are, they're feminizing our men, right? You don't see a lot of masculinity as much as we used to you know back in the good old days right so right. um i wasn't alive in the good old days i was born 88 so i'm a crack baby so i'm a crack baby so i don't i don't really know but but masculinity is under attack as well um you see a lot of people go, go after men like mm-hmm. our young boys they go after our young boys i mean it's just the things that they say the things that they do to our men is to pretty much what the Chinese are doing. The CCP is to say, fuck you basically. And then, so they're doing that, but, but the left, especially the, you know, the soul boys, they make it worse for everybody else. And so they, they, they call everything toxic masculinity um, and stuff like that. So we see it now, if you destroy our men, then our society will fall because there's the protector. That is the demoralization. Well, I mean that that I keep going back to that. Well, but let's that let's is break it. Let's break it down to. I mean, you know, for for people just in a to put it in a nutshell, let's use the image of the flock of sheep and the sheepdog. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens when you cut that sheepdog's nuts off, and yep. um, you know he's, uh, you know he he doesn't. Um, you know, or you just take him out of the picture completely because if the if if the sheepdog doesn't reproduce, you don't have any more sheepdogs, you know. Right, so, and you you need them. Right. As much as I, 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 a lot of people, a lot of feminist feminists will call me that. I have internalized misogyny. I'm not saying that because I grew up, I was raised with East Eastern kind of culture, and mm-hmm. I grew up in the Western society. So my mindset's a little bit different because I believe men, women, and children all work together as a team. Because the fact that it's like like the Trinity to me, in my personal opinion, it's like the, you guys need each other. Our tribe, our village, our, our family need each other. And a lot of people say that's a fascist kind of thing, magic, whatever. I, I I'm Cambodian. The 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 wife, the husband, they all hunt together. They all go together. It doesn't matter. Everybody is a team. Whereas the West is a little bit different. The West, we have the feminist movement, stuff like that. Everybody's working separate, separately as an individual. So maybe that's the weakest part that I, I see that we kind of need to like pull together. Because here in America, nobody gives a fuck about each other anymore. I mean, right. I'm in California. You guys are in West Virginia, right? And so in California, the moment that we say West Virginia, they think, oh, the fucking those fucking Trump supporters, rednecks and stuff like that. I never had that 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 mindset at all about West Virginia because you guys are a battleground. You guys yeah. are, in my personal opinion, West Virginia is what happens when you let a Democrat fucks it up. It needs Actually, to we, yeah, that's just we my not, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? We knocked doors in 2016. You mentioned 2016. We knocked right. doors, and um, didn't you guys, I'm sorry to interrupt. You. Didn't you guys vote for Obama? Like West Virginia, they they voted I, for Obama. I, uh, well, um, yeah, I mean, we, we were definitely blue, but now we're actually a supermajority red. Um, right. yeah. And, and you know, uh, that's the thing that we saw when we were knocking doors. I mean, we, you know, we would have that list uh, on our phone and, and it would tell us what door to knock. It was kind of like Pokemon right. Go. But it was, <laughs> Pokemon you know, Go. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> kind of catch Except, them up, throw, throw your balls at those people. Of it's like, they, they, yeah. well, we actually started targeting. <laughs> Be like, Trump, targeting. I choose you. We started and, uh, targeting the hard blue, though. Remember? Yeah, but I yeah, mean, we well, like literally but, but, left from but the, the thing red is, to the is, blue. And and what you're about to say, what they said. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it was the same story over and over again. But it was, you know, we used to be Democrats, or we are Democrats, but our party left us. You know, we're, we're not, you know, we don't, we don't agree with them. They don't represent our values and our morals. I had a hard blue, how well you weren't there with me, but I, I did a video of a, of a, uh, oh God, he was, he was part of what we would call uh, the greatest generation, you know, the, the war and, and, you know, he, so he was on there and I said, do you mind if I get a, a real quick video for the campaign? And he was like, yeah, that'd be fine. And he was saying, thank you, President Trump. Thanks for what you've done. You know, I'm a Democrat, but, you know, again, my party left me. And we heard that over and over and over again. And where, who, I mean, Ronald Reagan, you know, I don't agree with everything, but he was funny as shit. He was funny. And and he, I I believe, you know, that he really had America's best interest at heart. And, uh, you know, we wouldn't be where we uh, used to be. If it wasn't for, I can't say where we are today because we are fucked. <laughs> we are fucked. But yeah. Anyway, you know, it's. You know what I love about Reagan, though? I mean, I, yeah, I love about yeah, Reagan because it. he said he fucking flashed his dick to the fucking communists <laughs> for sure. He, oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. He's like, he's like, eat my ass, you fucking communists. <laughs> right. have, you heard, have you heard any of his comedy? Yeah, I have not heard of his comedy, but I remember. Um, uh, so we're going to talk about a little bit, just a little bit about Herbert Marcuse, and so because yeah, um, because it. a lot of people are a little bit kind of confused about Herbert Marcuse because Reagan went head to head with fucking the main guy that you see was happening today. So <clears throat> as you guys know, there's 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 many branches of communism. I don't know if you guys know that. There's no root of where the word came from, and then Karl Marx, the bastard, came into play, and so it, Marxism is is pretty much like a branch of communism right Mm -hmm. so like so the the thing that a lot of people are confused is conflict theory and that's where because let's be real classical liberalism died in the 50s it it got overtaken by the marxists so majority of the politics that you see feminists you see with the black panther movements they're all rooted in marxism so with with conflict theory that's that's marx it's basically mm-hmm. he sees society as like a group in like a like a zero conflict, zero sum conflict. So pretty much like the oppressor and the oppressed. So basically, somebody like like right now, the whites are the enemy of the people of color. Pretty much to to all of us. You guys are taking our our resources. You guys are taking our stuff. Shit like that. You you hear the argument of Black Lives Matter using that argument to take our shit back to justify them destroying in the May riots. Using mm-hmm. that as a, an excuse to steal and take shit from businesses and, and pretty much killing people for it, right? Right. So it's it's b- broke into class, basically, oppress, oppressor. So Marx took that. They took the conflict theory and they, they put it into the, the economic class. So basically the rich versus the poor, like a, a group level 
thing, right? Working class uh, proletariat masses against the capitalist bourgeoisie. So example, West Virginia, same thing, right? You guys are coal mine. Uh, you know, it's like the, the like Clinton when she was like, you know, oh, well, you know, clean energy. Well, what about the people in West Virginia, you bitch? Like, you don't think about them? Like, what they, you know, you, can, you, you can't just say, oh, let's go to clean energy. Well, West Virginia is coal mine country. What right. are you going to do about it? You're going to, are you going to just make them, you know, homeless? So basically, I, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, just a real quick about, about Hillary Clinton and coming to West Virginia with her clean energy. Oh, she yeah. got a, uh, there was a mayor of a small town that said, uh, don't even bother coming here. You're not allowed in our city. No, literally, they yeah. were like, they would have arrested her yeah. if she showed up in town. Yeah. That's how bad they hated her ass. Yes, exactly. So <clears throat> so the working class proletariat, so pretty much like what you see in West Virginia, like the poor. And in California, the, in Fresno, the poor. So it's, it's, it's just an oversimplification, in my personal opinion, of up at upper versus elite classes and things like that. So um, and like he applied conflict theory pretty much across everything. Right. So it's called like the Marxism dialectical materialism. I know that sounds mm -hmm. kind of like, whoa, what, what is that? Well, it's it's basically he took Hegel um, and he took the Hegel's dialectic. So basically, basically, it's like a logical argumentation. Um, it's like it's. It's like a physical, it became a philosophical argumentation that evolution applies to diverse things. So basically, like, you'll see, like, antithesis, synthesis, uh, thesis, mm -hmm. antithesis, and synthesis. So basically, yes. if you guys find a problem, fix the fucking problem, come to the conclusion, and start all over again. But the mm -hmm. thing is, is that <clears throat> what they did was they applied it to everything, including identity, right? So mm -hmm. that's when everything started to, like, kind of screw it up. And so, so the, 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 you guys hear culture Marxism, they, so basically Marxism, it failed when the USSR fell, um, mm -hmm. uh, the mm -hmm. Bolshevik fell, the, the, the genocide. That yeah. The bourgeoisie and all of that. Class. Right. And so they, they denied everything. Oh no, no, that's the genocide. The genocide of Cambodia happened because of the fucking US or the USSR felt because of, 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 you know, the USA spy, you know, they, they don't want to take responsibility or accountability, which is in the United States of America, we do that personal responsibility, accountability. That's why we're still strong. We're holding on as tight as we can. And, but anyways, it's, it's just, <clears throat> and then you start to see everything start to fall. And then the neo-Marxists came into play. And that is the Frankfurt school. And so you have to kind of be really good with your language with these fucking Marxists is that the orthodox, orthodox Marxism, that's, Marx and Engels, and then we have the neo-Marxists, and that's her Marcuse. And so the you hear Antonio Gramsci, you hear Lucas, all these critical race theory, they all started and in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and then the 90s came to play. And then you have intersectionality. You have postmodernism going to play. So mm -hmm. everything with the left, they're taking everything. They're, they're destroying themselves, and they're taking everybody with them, including the right. And the right needs to get their shit together. <laughs> so they need to get the shit together. Absolutely. And, and, yeah, do their best. Because, look, I get it. I get the rhinos. I get the Republicans. I get fucking Mitch McConnell. I get that. I go, but they need to really start, <laughs> like, start with the the corporation. They need to take on the corporation because they are they they're one of the bourgeoisie. They're all working together. Yeah. All these people are working together to cost chaos for a reason. And Alex Jones called they're it the new world order. Yeah, yeah. The, the the Alex Jones call it the new world order for a reason. Yeah. And that's what yeah. they're trying to do. These globalists you, and the Great Reset. You, you said um, part of that. you said that um, you you thought maybe you had um, a solution. 
a solution. Or, or yeah, I mean, when we were talking before, you you thought maybe oh, you had a okay. Or, right. How I see it is, is that <clears throat> Occupy Wall Street woke and scared a lot of these corporate people. And I'm not saying left or right. I think the left and right should get together. The the sane one. I'm not talking about the crazy ones. I'm talking about the sane ones, not the far left. Is that we're fighting each other and we're confusing one another right at the moment. And our target is playing with us. And they're having fun. They, they're having fun with it. And I see you see the rush, the Russia hoax and stuff like that. Russia is not our fucking problem. China mm-hmm. is our problem. And Absolutely. so, <clears throat> we're, so during a debate between Dr. Peterson and, and Zizek, so if, if you guys don't know Zizek, he is literally a fucking communist. Even he is scared of China. And I don't know how many times I have to say CCP, and people call me crazy for it. And I go, the CCP took over everything. They infiltrated our schools. They infiltrated yeah. our every, like, literally everything. Our businesses. Google is owned by China. Everything's owned oh, by China. Well, do you do you remember? Uh, you, it's uh, you're probably too. You're probably you were born so, in what eight, 89? 88, 88, 88, 88. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, so well, I was grad. I graduated high school in ninety one. Yeah. But in so the, you know, even with during like uh, you know the the first Bush um, presidency, um, yeah. you know the oh, yeah. uh, he. You know, there was the whole most favored nation. Um, and mm-hmm. even that made it in that that kind of news and that kind of rhetoric, even before there was social media, you know, they would, you know, for, for so many uh, for so many, And I know that it happens, you know, still today. But we, we I guess, were kind of the pilot era for the uh, news in the classroom coming into the TV and right. so they were pushing across the most favored nation. I still remember all of that, but but yeah, you could kind of see China rise, um, you know, or at least that's when it hit my radar, you know. Um, but uh, well, I mean, even the, the the World Economic Forum said that this is the Chinese century. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like literally, they're looking. Everybody's looking at China to be the population control, the the money distribution. You know, they're the model. I mean, look at Operation Dragonfly. Well, look at look at how they're using Google. Look, I mean, you know, I mean, they're taking over the world. They're doing yep. it right in front of our face. They fucking yep. built Mark Zuckerberg. Yep. I mean, I, for, I mean, he's like the a real life data. I mean, I it's going to come out at some point. Like he's going to like his say hands going to fall from off. Start, from start. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like his hands going to fall off, or you know, his eyebrow or something. I don't think he doesn't have eyebrows. That's fucked up. I mean, you know, Michael Jackson's but, nose fell off. So. But but anyway. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but they, I mean, it's definitely, definitely a problem. Um, yes, and, yes. And people like the, uh, the you know, from, from the Epoch Times, they, I, I oh, admire the brilliant, shit they? out of them. They're brilliant. I love the Epoch yeah. Times. They, they are, they, I had the, I'm going to tell you guys a little story. So on, in 2019, I did a little protest against the, I, I like to do my activism solo because I just don't work well with people. I don't know why. But that's what I just I, that's what I do. So during right. the October Revolution, this is the Bolsheviks uh, Revolution when they took over Russia. I set the Soviet Union flag on fire, which got like over I believe almost hundred thousand views right now. On hey, hang on one more second, yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> so I, I I think that's where we met Patrick. Yeah, I think that's how we met as well because I think you saw one of my videos. Yeah. But I set yeah, the, yeah. The, the the fucker on fire. Nobody wanted to do it. That's how fucking scary it is. Because here in the United States of America, they're okay to burn the American flag, but they have no 
no balls to burn the communist flag, the Soviet Union flag, or anything like that. That's the right. problem. You know, that's the oh, problem. So right. I, yeah, I set the flag on fire. So this is during <laughs> Hong Kong, right? This is during Hong Kong. So a lot of the activists, the main one, took my video, share it, and then all, all of a sudden I had these fucking Chinese nationalists start to kind of friend request me a little bit. So I'm on their radar already as is, but I've been kind of quiet, but I'm going to do something pretty much soon and to get banned from China. That's my fucking goal because I have friends. I, I have friends who get smeared by Washington Post, Vice and stuff like that. I'm going to play a step. I just have one thing to say, and I'm sorry to interrupt <laughs> you again, <laughs> but you know what? Not the people, but fuck China. China's <laughs> asshole. And China's <laughs> asshole. <laughs> You know, Hong Kong was asking Trump for help. And, and you know, it's like, we get it. And, you know, and we isn't get it. it strange that, that all of a sudden this, this Wuhan flu came out and yes. uh, when China was losing its grip on yep. Hong Kong and exactly. they were waving American flags and Americans yep. were like, oh shit, yes. they're more American than we are. Maybe we need to step up. Yeah. Trump was the only president to fucking whip his dick out and say, fuck you, China. And guess what happened? Yes. Guess what happened? All of a sudden, this fucking virus just came out of nowhere. Hey, you know what? I, I have a theory on that, so, and I believe this to be true because the CDC does not even have a viable sample of COVID-19. I believe within my heart that the COVID-19 is a complete hoax. It's I, not. No, it's I not the virus. I, I, it's no, the vaccine. I, I think it. I, no, I'm sorry. I think I've had COVID nineteen. Okay. I think it's a yeah, yeah, it's called a cold. No, it, that, dude. It, what I had was. Well, how come the CDC doesn't have a viable source to where they can replicate so they can use? John Maybe Hopkins. they're dropping it in certain areas. Who knows? Okay. Maybe, uh, but here's here's the thing. I'm not saying that. I'm not because no, I, it is based upon a cold. And I'm not. But but and maybe we're digressing. We're we're getting on a little bit of a rant. But but I had the the motherfucker. I lost my taste. Yep. I lost my smell. I okay. I, I at one point I heard. I woke up listening to my dead mother's voice. I was that sick. But I, I was. I never ran a fever. I mean, it was unlike anything I've ever had. So I believe that it is real. Right. But. I don't think it came out of a uh, uh, you wet know market, a wet no. market. Fuck no. no. They, especially when they ran, um, you know. The, Boone, have you ever heard of spars? Mm, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I mean, it, you know, it's like they ran the play and then they actually snapped the ball. Um, you know, and it's no coincidence that, like I said. They were losing control. China was losing control. Yeah, they don't. They, China did not want to look like a fucking coward. And if you guys don't know about Asian culture, we don't like disgrace. That's one of the things that we try to avoid as much as possible. I mean, Alex Jones said it perfectly. Asians are deadly killers for a reason because of our history, because of the fact that, I mean, of course, you know, like, you know, the Western stuff like that, they did certain things, but not as Asians, because why? We're very passive. In I, well, our actions, you know? I trained John and I both trained as ninjas back in 84. <laughs> so we're, we're yeah. well versed in the, <laughs> the, ninja, the both, both, the yes, we are. both, both in the, yeah, we're white and ninjas. in all five rings uh, of the, the Masashi. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. I'm digressing there, but um, so it, uh, yeah, I mean, it, we don't even know it, the virus. We don't even know what the virus is. It's because this is just me um, and um, the audience look up 
the Dark Horse podcast. This is uh, Brett and Heather, Brett Weinstein and Heather Hayen. They talk about this. And they're biologists, they're evolutionary biologists. Even they say, hmm, it's pretty yeah. suspicious. It, it seems like it's a biological weapon, like it came from a lab. And so this is where we're going back to the Asian hate crime. So the A the the, the CCC, uh-huh. they they're using the Asians in the United States of America mm-hmm. as a weapon or as a as a tool or a propaganda do, tool to do not you. do not basically what they're saying is do not criticize us. I dare you. And then they're going to say they're going to hit you with hate crimes. They're going to hit you with everything. They would take everything from you and dox you because Antifa is their little warriors or foot soldiers. And they're trying, they're intimidating us, you know? You've heard of lockstep. You've heard of the agenda 20, you know, agenda 21, agenda 2030. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's all geared. I mean, like I said, this was, this was just, it, it was a ticking time bomb. They built it. You know, we funded the Wuhan lab. They were looking at gain of function. You know, people who who know what the hell they're talking about are saying, why the hell were we looking at uh, a gain of function on a, you know, on a virus like this? Yeah. And and so but, you know, again, um, it's all, you know, again, it's the boogeyman. If we're not fighting each other, then we have to be afraid of the boogeyman. Well, because how do we lose liberty? We, We sacrifice it for security. It's a diversion from, uh, you know, you were speaking earlier about dialects. Okay. Well, the Hegelian dialect, I mean, it it tells you problem, reaction, and, 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 you know, cause or not cause, but cure. You know, you start the problem, you get the people to react, and then you come in as the savior. I mean, because that's what they're doing. That, I mean, it's play by play. Exactly. You know, it's like with these, these, these critical theorists. Everything is a fucking problem. So what yes. they're doing is they're, they're trying to destroy everything. They're trying to destroy your identity. They're trying to destroy your religion. There's, there's, everything is getting torn apart. You see this when when, when I start to kind of notice this is a little bit like a, like I, I I have a podcast episode you guys can check out. It's called the American Culture Revolution, and these fucking Maoists. They're they're it, it's I'm looking at everything that's happening. It's like we have the Maoists, we have the fucking Leninists, we have everything. The USS, the, the, the Stalinists, they're all coming out to play. And it's just like, and so the right, every time they try to make a move, they get pulled back, they get perched, they get, it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing because they know the right will win. And I say this with confidence that if there was ever a civil war, the right would win. Why? Well, the right has morals. You know, they have morals, they have values, they have all that. I mean, people can make the argument about <coughs> Benito Mussolini, um, you know, and, and, and Adolf Hitler had like Christianity and stuff like that. But even Adolf Hitler, even Benito Mussolini, who knew that, who didn't like Christianity, know damn well not to fuck with it, with humans' religion. And we, we've been doing this for thousands of years. It's it's engraved in all of us, no matter what race you are. I'm, I'm Buddhist. I was raised Buddhist. We had Buddha. And when my dad said to me that he couldn't even worship Buddha when he was part of the Khmer Rouge. And if he did, guess what happens to you? You get a fucking bullet to your brain. You know, hey, and you, you know what's weird with the Khmer Rouge, uh, Tubun, is that they, um, it, it, it's kind of the same thing. I, I saw somebody uh, was talking about they took the religion. Right. They took, you know, the, the ability to defend themselves. Right. They took away the ability to communicate the, the sense of, you know, uh, like you said, community. Right. And um, again, it's it's sort of the same thing. 
um, you know, on a on a much grander scale. But but you guys noticed that like when when um, the Rouge was in power. So my mom, um, she was only like twelve. She she sat always in front because I believe the kids, the little babies, sat up front. I mean, <laughs> little babies were up front watching Pol Pot speak, and my mom was like, she was you like, know why is that? Well, uh, first of all, you know, you get the kids. Um, mm. But second of all, but second of all, um, uh, who's going to attack somebody giving a speech when he's surrounded by children? Yes. So, you know, that's it, that's yeah. that's insidious as fuck. But yeah, I'm, yes, I'm sorry. It's, go sick. Ahead. it's fucking sick. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it is. A mom. I mean, you guys have kids. You know what yes. I mean? Like, can you imagine like your your baby's being used as a weapon? as an indoctrination weapon to, to, to be used against you. This is what the fucking red, red guards did. They're kids. They were little kids going and attacking monks. They were going and attacking Buddha. I remember one time I, I was reading a story when I did, um, when I did the cultural revolution, when I did my research, it was disgusting to the point where like, these kids, young kids, as young as eight, they were going and they were stripping their elders. They were beating their elders. They they took a corpse that was from the Ming Dynasty and taking out and setting it on fire. I mean, you, you see, you're seeing this happening with not not many American Maoists for sure, but then the the action is similar, and they're, they're destroying the, the four old. And so, when you look at the situation in, in Cambodia, and this is why a lot of Marxists they don't they don't want to talk about Pol Pot because Pol Pot succeeded in what they wanted. And so, but then when you look at it, Pol Pot went from commie to full fascist, like all around circle. Like he right. flipped, he flipped, he went from no religion to Angkor being the god of the Cambodian people. And if you guys don't know Angkor, Angkor is pretty much what the, because Cambodia can be a very uh, proud, we're very proud of our culture. Very From the 12th powerful. century, right? They were, yeah, they were. Very, yeah, very, we're, we were very powerful. So this is why you got, you guys have me, all right? This little person, this little Cambodian person that's stepping up to her game and saying, hey, God bless your heart. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm pointing, I'm, I'm touching all the, um, the, the, the right wing people. I'm like, hey man, I'm just saying, you know, hello. <laughs> I think you guys should really, really, you know, start fucking doing something because this, it's, it's, they're using kids. I mean, when my son was, my son's in school, they're, they're putting Black Lives Matter to him, throwing, telling him to throw his fists up. My son's autistic, man. He doesn't know what the fuck is going on. He doesn't know right. his pronouns. He doesn't know any of that. He don't need to learn any of that. You know what I mean? It's like, and, and if you guys really look at the education system, American government, it's only in, in, in high school, senior year. That's it. How come we're learning about fucking communism for the entire semester, but we're not learning about American well, government, our country? You know what I mean? So. I did a, I did a, my God, how, it was like a two hour podcast with my sixth grade teacher, Boone, and he's mm-hmm. a total badass. Uh, his name is Mark Allen. And uh, he, uh, science teacher, he, 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 you know, saw, all of this happened, and we did a we did a podcast called Social Socialism in America. What happened? Right. And you know he he talked about how the Overton window was moved. How you know they came in and they fought over prayer in school, and then you know mm-hmm. it, it just once the conversation gets out there, it gets um, you know it, it becomes a uh, it, you know a, a talking point, and then that that 
you know, that method, that mode, that channel to get into the brain of somebody, because how do we, how do we communicate, you know, through, through words, through, um, well, like you said, empathy, sometimes you can kind of feel if somebody's crazed about something, you might think, even if their philosophy is completely wrong, you know, their theology is ass backwards and dangerous, that because they have such passion, you might fall for that. If you don't hear what they're saying or understand or never saw, you know, what a, what a dictator did before, like, you know, um, Pol Pot right. or Ho Chi Minh or, you know, so, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But um, it's just that we, we <clears throat> I think it's like the plan, the strategy, strategy is kind of like kind of. I think Patrick, you were friends with me in the beginning of January. You remember what I told uh, on my Facebook post when when the the capital got breached by this by the the horn bro, the shaman, the shaman. Bro, right. I said to myself, I said, "Oh my God, you guys should have stand the fuck down." This is why I said it is because the media don't like you guys. All right, and they're still doing it till this day. They're still kind of using that. Oh my God, the capital was breached by these people. But it when they come to your, yeah, like when they come to a realization that the fucking left is just as dangerous, and they breached the capital just as well, like the the, the two feminists with the abortion. No, they were the ones that did that. Yes, actually. yeah, yeah. They yeah. they they went in and they fucking put bombs and stuff like that. See, see, the thing with the left, and I'm still kind of trying to understand this. With the left, they get away with shit. Every single how? time, I exactly. don't know. I don't even know well, how. Well, I, I know because it's orchestrated. They have people in higher up. It's it's again. It's the uh, there's uh, the, you know again going back to the Bible and my philosophy. I mean, well, actually, not philosophy because I, I you had mentioned that you shouldn't put dogma, I guess, in with with philosophy or you know. But um, mm-hmm. but I guess my uh, my take on it is. I, fuck, I forgot what I was talking about now. It, it all, I had too much uh, going into my head at one time. Um, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. It's We're, we're not really <laughs> wrestling against the flesh and blood. It's it not really balance. black and white. It's not really, you know, the, the Asian hate. The, the spirits that are that are inside of these people are colorless. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, we're just the skin that they're using. And, and I, I don't want to sound metaphysical and people have to take responsibility for their own because you can also res- resist the devil and he will flee from you. Yeah, I mean, but, but, when you, yeah, when you think about it though, it's like, it's demonic as fuck. If you look at the side yeah. that they're in, it's like, have you, I've got the, the Arthur's name. I, I, I invited him onto my podcast and he was so fucking fascinated. He was like, well, you are, your parents are, you know, I want to talk to you. So he's is a he's a pastor, and he wrote an entire book, and he made the argument. He said, "You know what? Karl Marx sold his himself to the devil." I'm like, "What? <laughs> I'm going to have you on my show." And wasn't, he talk- wasn't he a Faustian? Wasn't, didn't Marx idolize Faust? Faustus. I, I think so. I it's, it's just, yeah. Like if you guys, if you guys look look at the philosophy of Marx, look at who he is. He's disgusting. He is he. He had sex with his maid. You know, he never worked. He was. And it's the worst suit since Hillary Clinton's pants suit. I'm sorry. <laughs> the fucking worst. I think it's, it's, it's up to Obama's tan fucking outfit at this point. It's just like it's just like. <laughs> well, and and he was he was physically nasty though. He was dirty. He had boils. I mean, it, yes. that, that fucking, now now his stash was on point, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look. I was kind of digging it. <laughs> I mean, look, it, look, look at the 
philosophy. Look at what he created. I mean, even if it's some people can make the argument that um, you hear if you guys have ever heard of the third positions, they are the national communists. So they use orthodox Marxism. They don't like they don't like mm. capitalism. They, they they don't like communism. Does that make sense? They, they it's it's in in between the two. So they call it's off it's authoritarianism. It's yeah. it's it's absolute state control. Um, something that I was want to ask you because it, yeah, it's been yeah. pinging John's in my been mind. passing this note to me, and I can't read his handwriting. I, I, so I was been, like, "Ask her, dude. Ask well, her." I, I, he's I, he's actually, trying to behave. I, 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 I promise, we're we're all trying to be nice. Actually, and just actually, it talk. was a statement that I was trying to make to you. Never mind. Okay, what I was ahead. trying to say was that what she's talking about. At, at that point in the conversation about how the, how the changes took place, that's happening now in our in our country. Oh, yeah. Is what I was trying to say. Yeah, there's nothing new under but, the sun. Absolutely. But what I wanted to get to though is because uh, we're name dropping here a lot. Have, have you ever heard of a uh, a KGB uh -huh. agent named Yuri Bezmenov? Yes, I have. Yeah, I, I was recommended on a last podcast episode that I did with my friends, and they said, Oh my goodness, this guy, he literally, like what you're saying, you know, with, with uh, the, the firsthand accounts that you have. And and what he was saying, they just they just mesh so much together that I mean it's it's not coincidental at this point. They've tried this. I mean, you know, like like he himself said, for for the people to understand, all they need to do is take the bananas out of their ears. Yep. But he said, what happens to them is that they buy into the lie, and 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 they and they will defend that lie because it makes them feel better right up until they have the boot of the military on their neck. Yes. And, and that's what we're looking at right now is that people are just like wholeheartedly accepting the idea of it. And they don't even really truly know why, yep. you know, and, and we can get into the I, pollution I of the atmosphere, the no. fluoride in the water and all of that, you know, the, to create the dumbed downness effect. But, you know, I mean, what, ex what does had, explain it? Dude, I had a an epiphany the other day. It's, it's fucking, it's, it's the Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski <laughs> laid it <laughs> fucking out. I, I mean, one minute you're just going along, you're in your, you're, you got your white Russian, you know, you're, you're comfortable. You take a bath, you got, you know, you're just relaxing, you open your eyes and there are the fucking nihilists. <laughs> And they fucking punch you in the nose because you thought you were good, bro. And right. then the next thing you know, your rug's gone. It really tied the fucking room together. And I'm I'm just saying, oh it's God. it's the big Lebowski. Yeah, but but it's literally happening. It's just happening in every everybody. You know what, dude? This aggression shall not stand, man. <laughs> It shall not stand. That's what I have to say. I mean, we, we're, we're getting punched. You guys are getting punched in the dick. I'm getting punched in the tit. We're just like, we're just like, we're and we're and we're letting them do it. It's because the, right. yeah, the moment that the moment that thank we you, do, sir. May I have another? <laughs> I mean, I mean, the moment that we 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 let them get away with it, or the moment that we it scared them. The capital, it scared them. It really did. Yeah. So occupied. So we have occupied Wall Street back in two thousand seven happened, and then we have the Capitol. That's when the left and the right said, "You fuck around, you find out, you found out, basically." And so it, it, the corporation I, they took they're taking over. 
uh, Google, Twitter, stuff like that. They're all working together. Well, they, they know what they're doing. You know, go ahead, Patrick. With your Boone, I'm, uh, you, you mentioned you mentioned Occupy a couple times, right. but I think Occupy was a socialist movement. I I I I, I, I have seen the. Um, the 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 little spotters that that broke out from the Occupy movement, mm-hmm. uh, people from Clean Water Action that have come in here from you know uh, out of state, and they're in my neighborhood, yeah, a, a neighborhood full of unemployed coal miners yelling, "Healthcare is a human right, not just for the rich and white." But she that is. Make on sense, the, by the way, I don't get no, that. No, but, <laughs> but but no, it doesn't. But uh, what the fuck? You know, that's not racist, apparently, though. But um, <laughs> but I mean, uh, apparently, the news well, covered that. Believe well, it or not. Well, well, um, well, can, can I say something, Patrick? Like, yeah, okay. So 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 fundamentally, Occupy Wall Street. They went. They went after the big banks. They went after people who were pretty much like the bourgeoisie basically like the corporation like twitter and stuff like that jack dorsey and stuff like that now not now back then not really i mean back then you know the socialists did kind of make kind of sense so the went out the, the corporation like people like the politicians like hillary clinton and stuff like that these big people that are supposedly fighting for the working class so if you guys don't know, know about me i don't like injustice i don't like liars i like truth telling i like all the way I'm, I'm telling the truth. When I Yesterday, when I went and, and got myself like the, 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 the RV to move the fuck out of California, I was being honest with that guy. And he was like, you know, you don't have to tell the truth. I mean, we, we, we can, you know, make things up. I'm like, no. Was like, I'm, I'm, guys, I tell the truth. Hey, come, come to West Street. Virginia, please. I, I come saw, to West Virginia. I saw some photos, man. That is badass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, you all know, I like, would need if I had that motherfucker <laughs> is... Anthrax, yeah. ham radio, and liquor. <laughs> you know, if so, I had that motherfucker, it would be on. You know, I mean, and, and when you think about it, guys, I mean, you guys are, are Christian. You guys totally understand caring for the people. You guys totally understand feeding the poor. You guys totally understand about helping one another. I mean, it, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, you see Christians go all over the world, even to Ethiopia, to help mm-hmm. the poor. I mean, you don't see Antifa doing that shit. You know what I mean? You see a lot of Christians doing that. So fundamentally, we, we do really care about justice. We do care about peace. We do care about all that. It's just the approach of the modern day left is a little bit kind of different from the modern, modern day right. So with, with occupied, what happened was a lot of these people were lied to um, and, and houses being taken away from them because the banks were fucking up. They were blowing the money. They were raising prices and stuff like that. So I understand fundamentally about, about, about occupied. That's why I use them as an example. So occupied started this whole thing not not when even when when ronald reagan was fucking showing his dick to the fucking communists he was arguing with the people at the university of san diego where herbert marquise was was teaching he said stop fucking around you know this is enough this is done stop with your shit and herbert marquise see the thing with herbert marquise is that he had the fucking audacity to come into the united states of america and cause chaos and his idea is what you see today it's it's the mutated version of marxism but anyways it, it, like I said earlier, yes, it, it stained the movements that you see, like at the feminist movement and stuff like that. It's, it's stained with Marxism. So it, it uses people like, like, like Patrick, your wife, it uses people's compassion. And, and, and thankfully you guys, um, you three have God to kind of help you guys to control and know where, uh, the empathy and the compassion is from. Whereas, um, with the, with the left, they, they don't have a solid thing to hold them together. So they're right. going to fall apart, but you guys have to know that when they fall apart, they're going to take everybody with them. So that's the scary. Absolutely. Part. So, you know, they're going to be grabbing like a drowning person. And yeah, they're they're gonna, gonna grab. You know, I don't have balls, but they're going to grab your balls and pull you guys. <laughs> <down with them. laughs> They'll only do it for a little bit. I promise. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's going to be. He uses them as a flotation device. So they're, you know they're they're going to yeah, you know I mean if cast iron floated you know yeah <laughs> that's what they're made out of they're cast iron. An yeah, anchor. so it's it's it's, it's the, the good thing about the, the, the Christians and, and people in religious in general is that like the Book of Job for example when when his friends came to kind of put him down but he holds on yes. to his faith. So what you guys need to do, in my personal opinion, is hold on to your faith, hold on to the Constitution because our like I said our entire yes, Constitution is based on that religion. Now sometimes I always say that I don't have a game in this because the fact that my my roots go in Cambodia and I'm, of course you guys would love me on your team which is it's cool but I'm just pointing out what I see and and in order to take this fucking demonic shit down is to understand their philosophy and to take that philosophy and kind of destroy it. but but the postmodernists here's a smart part they took it and they mix it again. And now if you argue with them, they're like, oh, well, you misunderstood me. So you don't understand what you're saying. And so you're they gaslight. Yeah, they gaslight you. Absolutely. So I, I, I don't know what the absolute solution is, but I think the target is wrong. Does that you, make sense? Like you um, in, uh, you know, talking about Job, um, right. you uh, you post, uh, uh, I guess, uh, uh, a question in episode twenty of your of your podcast, and you said, uh, "Did Jesus tell you to advocate for war?" Right. And uh, you know, I mean, I mean, I think I think the whole point, and and it's kind of easy to miss for the trees, but I think the whole point is that we're in a war. Mm. We uh, we don't have. Oh, you guys, you know, like, you're talking like a holy war, like with a like. Well, I mean, it's it, it's spiritual, but spiritual, but it's also yeah. physical. It, it it's physical because, like I said, it it goes you know it, it goes beyond. I, see, with me, Boone, it, you know, God and and the Bible itself to me is is a is a quantum device. Mm-hmm. If you look at things like the Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, and you talk a lot about synchronicity in your podcast. Right. But if you look at the way that the Bible now, this thing supposedly was written thousands of years ago and it's calling things it's it's giving these these um you know prophecies all through the bible and and you don't even realize that they're prophecies it's like an onion and you you dig down and it it's there and then you know the, you know and you really you i don't want to you know dig too deep into into jonathan Kahn, but if you look at his work and and you know how he talks about the shemitas and and the way that things you know the synchronicity of god how you know how the the israelis came back through you know the the gates there um you know and and the, the horn was blown all you know fulfilling prophecies you know to the second to the second, um, you know, and you would just have to kind of dig down into it. But but I guess getting into it is, uh, you know, I realize we have to fight it. Um, a pastor came on my podcast and he said, John the Baptist preached his head off, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we have to fight it. But, you know, also he talked about wearing the armor of God. And, you know, and and to a lot of Christians, you know, people, people think of Jesus as this hippie. But when he comes back, he's it's going to be he's guarded um, for battle. Well, what I mean, it says. You, well, but he's yeah. I mean, it, it, this is going to be it, unlike he's coming to anything, kick ass. I mean, he's already taken. If, if people were amazed by the Avengers, you know, wait till the real God hits, and and you know, it's it's going to be a sight to see. And and honestly, Boone, you know, you you had mentioned before that you know that that we're we're in bad shape, and you know that we're headed for a a, a bad time. 
but um, we are, you know, it, it's it's all foretold. You know, well, I, I I expect it to happen. You know, I I don't want to help it along, but I know that that this COVID vaccine, you know, and then the ID, um, you know, I, I know where this goes. I know how it moves the Overton window, and I'm, I I see what's beyond it because I've been told because of this book that was written thousands of years ago, and and because my little old grandma back in 1978. When uh, we would go to the grocery store and they would the, the first first time I ever saw a scanner and she started telling me, don't let them ever put a barcode on you, boy. You know, <laughs> yep. that's the mark of the beast. You know, and I know it sounds ridiculous now, but she was my first Alex Jones, you know, yep. her and, and and Pentecostal preachers. Yeah. I mean, you know? I, yeah, exactly. I mean, um, uh, if yeah. you guys don't know this, I'm, I'm going to be moving to Tonopah. That is fucking like quite. <laughs> I'd be like, right. I think I, I'd be like the only Asian person there. I mean, I'd be, part, <laughs> I'm serious. I'd be, I'd be the only fucking Asian there. These people are like, they're very loving, and and so I, I see, I, I I respect the Americans at their um, their faith, and wow. when their faith get beaten down, and as you're seeing now, I mean, it's just absolute fucking chaos. Right, and we. We do some of our best work when we're, uh, you know, that when the most miraculous things, the most powerful things always happen right as God's people are, are subdued and, and, you know, you think it's just about over. That's when he moves. I, I, and like I said, I, I think people are going to see, you know, and, and again, uh, I realize that there's a lot of different faiths out there, but right. You know, this one found me. I didn't find it, you know, um, and there's things that, you know, that I can validate with other people, just supernatural things, you know, that God has physically done. And, you know, I and not even to go back into that. I mean, but, um, you well, know, I mean, that's that's, it, it's that's just theological. We, we are about to see bad things. I, I work in the car industry right. and, you know. The supply lines, Boone, are are shutting down. The the, yeah. the the raw materials, the chips to put in the automobiles. What fucking happens when when we don't move metal? I mean, the car industry is a, a, a vitally important here here in America. And did you know that I can't go buy cars right now? We can't go buy cars without I mean without paying more than we could actually turn around and sell them for. What the fuck is up with that? It's it's insane. It is insane. Yeah, but, I mean, um, it's just like with with everything that's going on. I mean, when I went and bought it, like to be honest with you, like I felt like <clears throat> because Nevada, even if it's it's it voted for Biden for some odd reason, um, it's mm-hmm. pretty red uh, in certain areas, like the desert area. And I, I I knew that this whole mask thing started to be kind of weird because I wore my mask when I bought my, my to kind of apply for my RV. And like, they were, these guys were looking at me like, why are you wearing a mask? I go, I don't fucking know. I'm scared. <laughs> if I take right. it off, if I take it off, I get yelled at by these fucking mask Karens. And if I leave it on, I, I get call a pussy. So I don't know what's going on. I mean, it, it, like with the, with American culture nowadays or not American culture, but, uh, but the American attitude, it's so split into different factions my one of my solutions that I think is that we need to have like a nationalized value system or belief or something we do. 
to hold us together because if we don't, have we do. To, yeah, but we people are losing sight of it is, yeah. and, and the they're tearing it down. Yeah, they're yeah. tearing it down. Yeah, and I have because I mean, we do have that. I mean, like it's it's not that we need it. It's just that we just need to recognize that we already have. Well, it. well they're changing Literally. it though. That's the thing. They're, they're radically, it. fundamentally changing it. And, and well, and I, they you know, fundamental was say, a bad word for me when I heard it the first well, time. And they, I tried to tell you remember. when they can come in and and take inalienable rights unalienable rights and and say no I, I don't think you shouldn't expect those to never change and, and I've well, said it before solid. I've said it a hundred times on my podcast going back to selling cars when you bought that when you bought your 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 RV there right. Boone what happens okay that contract you signed and right. everything was laid out spelled out what you know everything what you the interest you paid you know how much right. you paid mm-hmm. now what happens if they could turn around and just change it. and say no I, I think you're going to pay this amount in interest and uh you're going to pay this much for it you know two years on down the road oh your right. payments are this now what the fuck yeah i mean uh, that's I, I would lose my job if i did that yep. how can politicians tell us one thing and then do the other all the same time thinking that they have the right to take away something that they never owned to begin with. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, that, that, and you, you talk about it a lot, uh, Patrick, yeah. a social contract. Yes. And, I was going to mention yeah. that. And our, our government, they're fucking us over. over. I mean, it's just yeah. like, we need protections from technocracy. We yes. need protections from 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 things like the uh, countering foreign disinformation and propaganda act that was put up on the American people, where uh, you know all these fucking little shitty websites and uh, you know all, all these all these fucking <laughs> other, all these, yeah. Snopes said it. It's got to be true. Hold on, no, I'm going to fact check that. And <laughs> Snopes, Snopes, hey, Snopes, it doesn't have to be true. Make sure if you it's put Snopes. the picture over but, the cover over the picture dude, so you can see it if you want to. But, no. but dude, this is listen, dude. This is this is Operation Mockingbird. Yes, it, I mean it's just it's it's it is what. Orwell talked about. Well, it's yeah. what Huxley talked about. Well, you look at what happened in 2015, where they actually legitimized the CIA or any federal agency to use propaganda on yep. the American people. It's yep. like, okay, we can do that now. Propaganda, and 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 then what do they they start screaming about uh, fake news? You know, and you know Trump even used that. But but the fake news that they're looking for. They don't have to look very far because it's coming out of their fucking mouths. Yeah, they're lying. Uh, uh, they're 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 doing exactly what the Bible tells us that they would do in the end. That they're going to make the right wrong and the wrong right, and they're going to do it in their mind. And and George Orwell spoke about it with double speak and the shrinking of the dictionary and words that you can and can't say. But, you know, yep. and you, you know what's crazy, Boone, is that with it, I mean, a lot of people think about this mark and this, you know, but but the Bible clearly talks about in the revelation of Jesus Christ when when John wrote this, he clearly said, you know, this isn't something that you know we we think of this beast that comes up out of the ocean and out one comes up out of the earth and you're thinking, what the hell, you know? And it's this World is a Godzilla War Z. movie, or what? Yeah, but no, they, they're <laughs> yeah. not. They're not, uh, you know, kaiju. They're fucking, um, you know, they're they're fucking. Uh, uh, it's it's this great society. It's the great society. It's all this stuff that you think he he said. Even if it were to, if it were possible, even the elect. elect would marvel at it and think, wow, 
You know, they have lights. They have, what is this YouTube? I'm sure that when John saw YouTube, the revelator, he was like, man, I, I need to go premium. You know, <laughs> but, um, and then, and then I was like, no, no, they, they, they are going to censor the hell out of you. And so uh, you're going to ban you. You're go, they're they're going to ban you, dude. So, uh, right. but anyway, I mean, you know, it's in a, for my namesake, many will be banned, you know, <laughs> Um, we're, we're getting fucking banned today. I mean, all of us. I mean, if I become the target, guys, if I become the target, then and then it's it's I'm just a regular person who who, who still call, I still call myself liberal philosophically. So what I mean that by that is classical liberal aspect. Well, right. at heart, we're all liberal in, yeah. in that sense. No. Yeah, we yeah. all I mean, are. If, if, I mean, if you if you really want to put me put me on the political spectrum, I'm. Pre- I'm are pretty much just land on center right where where we used to be i mean not we but like where i my friends used to uh-huh. be call that bullshit when you know because <clears throat> i started to kind of kind of saw this things because i like i said i just don't like injustice and then when i saw trump supporters getting beat um i i think like i knew something was wrong when charlottesville happened when i saw like these guys these white nationalists and stuff like that they got a permit they protest which they yeah. have the right to do as well, well again, did. wait, wait, one second. They but, they weren't really technically white nationalists again, well, what were they? though. What were they? What one, were they? Well, one, I mean, let, let me back up. They were, but one actually was, and I, and I'll let you get into it. But actually, one what was a Hillary supporter. He, uh, you know, I mean, Dinesh D'Souza tore him apart in his right. movie. I don't know if you saw it, but he tore yeah, he him apart. Yeah. yeah, he ripped one. his <laughs> ass open. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm so, gotcha. so, like, you have these 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 guys with the tacky pants and stuff like that. I get it. I totally get yeah. it. You know, they have the, they they have the right to be there. As much as I hate to say that, it is what it is. They have the right to because that's our constitution. The first amendment protects them, <laughs> regardless if you fucking don't like them or not. They they're there. And then the media was twisted in a way where they were trying to like. I knew so. I was like, oh shit, this is fucked up because I saw people going into their area or their time to protest and call, acting a fool. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, my, my left wing friends were like, Oh yeah. You, you know, that's what you do when you're a fucking Nazi, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, they had a permit. I don't see. And then I start getting attacked again. I lost so many friends. It's ridiculous. I lost friends for uh, when I grew up with friends that, our fathers fought side by side in the Cambodian Civil War. That's how bad it was because I stood my fucking ground and I still stand to my ground to this day that they had the right to be there. And the left came and they fuck around. They found out, didn't they? Because the fact that it's, it's when you, you can't just go into the lion's den, punch the lion and expect the lion to just not eat you or attack you. It just, that's not reality. You know what I mean? So, and then, Trump said something. There were good and bad people from both sides. I don't know what he said exactly. Do you guys know what he said? That the media yeah, it was it was paraphrasing as that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there yeah, were so. good people on both sides. You know that there, because and what he meant by that was that there was good people that were there to protest because they believed that there was an injustice and, and they were going to do it peaceably and they were going to do it in the way they believed. Right. And then and and then there was the there was the the other side that was like you know. So, so to paraphrase, orange man bad. Yeah, basically. That's what Trump, look, yeah. but Let's not trivialize it, trivialize it just down to Trump. Let's right. look at the real problem that happened in Virginia. It wasn't Trump's fault, first of all. He couldn't do anything about it. He couldn't do anything what happened there, 
what happened there was that there were dumbass people who right. were looking for the opportunity to agitate. It was manufactured death. Yes. <laughs> and Again, is what you're trying to say. Yes. Yeah, so, that, so then a woman died, a young woman died, which, which we all know, all four of us are not saying that she deserved it. We're not saying no, no, that. No. But what we're saying is, is that uh, maybe there were bad people on the left side. This is where we come back to the beginning. Why the left never take fucking accountability. That's why I never call myself a socialist. I never call myself a communist. I never call myself any of that because the fact that I know the history of the, the left and how they are. I mean, sure, we have the right. What they, you know, of course, they can act a fool as well. We're not denying that either. We're all fucking human. But at the same time, they take, they take accountability. They take responsibility. The guy who I believe he he's not. I believe he, he's not a Nazi anymore. He left because of the, the backlash that he was getting. He left. Vice did a, a an interview with him. He said, I'm not part of this group anymore. I left. I'm done. So he, he, he saw what happened. He's like, nope, I'm out. You know what I mean? I had a Vice contributor um, contact me. And oh, really? She, wow. She in, she, yeah, she was she was writing for a, a piece um, for a book. A publication called uh, 45 Days in Appalachia, or 100 Days in Appalachia, I'm sorry. Right. And so when I went in, I kind of looked her up, you know, when I got the email, and I realized that she was a vice contributor, and I thought, oh, fuck, I, you know. And she asked me, I mean, she was pretty straight up with me. I recorded everything, um, but, you know, she asked me about, you know, Charlottesville. And I, I, I thought it was kind of strange, you know, because I, you know, I had nothing to do with Charlottesville, but, right. you know, it, you know, it, it, so yes. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. not my protest. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but but you know what's fucked up? Well, let's talk about it's, the violence well, in Richmond. On, hang on, what we fucking what what we talked about four years ago. This was in 2016, 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. What we talked about and what I said. Now go back and listen to it and tell me if I didn't nail it on the head. I talked about how they prayed, how how they would. You were talking about the children in Pol Pot. Right. Well, Chavez. Have you ever heard about how yeah. the children? You know, they would put. Uh, you know, they would tell children to pray in front of empty plates, and it would be you know no food. And pray to God, and then they would pray to Chavez, and then magically they would you know you know they would go around and start feeding them. Well, right. you know, it's it's all the same thing again. Nothing new under the sun. Exactly. The same, the, the same, yeah, the same fucking tactics <laughs> over and over and over again. And we're not learning about it. And then, as a female, you know, I have a soft spot for kids. No matter what race the baby is, I just love kids. I mean, I, 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 I believe me, my husband. We're thinking about adoption of a, a, a child in Cambodia. We're working on to get the little baby to, to this country. And so, <clears throat> now can you imagine? Like, and and this is going to kind of like a psychology thing. Like, you know, like. Uh, Carl Jung talks about femininity and masculinity. Uh, femininity trait is when it comes to young child. So the left, in my personal opinion, is, is very high in feminine traits. So you see a lot of people have compassion, yes, empathy, and I stuff agree. like that. So when you use little babies as a weapon, as a political weapon, I believe you are is a, is a form of toxic femininity because you don't do that to kids. It's your offspring. absolutely. This is just absolutely. my. This is how I see it because I'm very protective of not only because I take my marriage seriously. I take my marriage and I take my my motherhood very seriously. I mean, I protect my absolutely. tribe. I protect my babies. Good. I protect um, my village. Basically, I mean, I, that's- again, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I, I I take motherhood very seriously. You know, I I, I protect little babies now when i see 
the left using little kids and indoctrinating them. I mean, look look at the state of our youth. I mean, in comparison to when you guys were, you guys went to 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 college and see the difference between when you guys were in school to now. I, mean, I never went to college. John, John drove through. He got drunk at a college a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I, I've hung out at a few colleges and got and got thrown out of a couple. Okay, so, okay, so so you guys you guys grew up in the eighties, like high school, right? High school yeah. and, and and all that. So John back- drove through a high school. One time. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you look when you look at high school, I mean, back in the day, I mean, when we had bullies, we had real bullies. We didn't have internet bullies. It's a little bit different. Right. We were so they neuter us to the point where fucking somebody say mean things to you on Twitter. You want to fucking dox them. Shit, people and got teabagged well, in our high school. Here's, see, here's the thing. And, and that's how I met John, actually. Believe it or not. I didn't not bag bag you, I Let me back up. Let me back up. That... No, no, but, uh, but I mean, I had just, I, I, you know, I, I've been in this town all my life, Mount Hope, West Virginia. Um, but there was a, there was a brief period of time. My mom and got, dad got divorced. We, we moved out of town. Well, you know, a couple years went by, I come back. Um, I'm this little fat kid. It's fifth grade. Um, you know, and I'm again, the new kid. I'm not only, you know, this fat kid, I'm the new kid as well. And so I'm getting picked on like the first day in school there. And, uh, and there's this dude and he's like eight feet tall. And, uh, how old were you back then? Like 32? I, 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 I was, I was, was 17. He was 17 in the, in like the fifth, fifth grade. Day. Yeah. He, we <laughs> after he stood up for me, he was like, come on, dude, I'll drive you home. Now. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, we've been friends ever since. But, I bet him his first beer too. But, so. yeah, but you know, I, I mean, in all seriousness, yeah, it was different. It, it was a different time. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. you mentioned, yeah. you you mentioned you're you're a millennial. We're we're millennial. Xers, I guess. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, we kind of uh, together, all all of us were sort of the you and and you mentioned this too. We were kind of like the the last of our um, of of those people who actually were in the three D world, brought right. up in the three D world. Right. Um, you know, I, I think you you mentioned that tech. Well, uh, but, but think about think about it. My parents were they they were. Uh, not even boomers because they were they were, they were villagers, and so I was mm-hmm. raised with that mindset. So that's why you guys see you guys hear where, how I my mindset of female and male is a little bit different. Like I said, mm-hmm. it's it's my parents were like a culture shock. They're like, uh, I don't know why people are like separate like that. They're, because- they're, they're I, it, the Cambodians sort of remind me of the Mandalorians. All, you know the the women, the, like you said, they're all you know they're all in it together. It's it's all uh, you know the you know they hunt together. They yep. All of it. So, right. yeah. So and we're like Eskimos. Um, you know, we're like Eskimos. Like you, the, you need a yeah. fucking helmet to wear around and just be like, "This is the way." You know, this is the way. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, and so right. like, like like you guys said, that's why I'm a little bit kind of. Um, a lot of people said that I'm, I'm mature for my age, which is kind of like it's kind of true because, like I said, my parents were not necessarily boomers. I mean, you guys were here. You guys were in the United States of America, so you guys were like Western values. You know what I mean? My parents were not. They were villagers. They they didn't even have showers. They didn't have electricity. They hunt their own food. They did everything on their own. They, they were rice farmers, and so I was raised with that. I was raised to do Earth everything people. that you do. Yeah, everything that you do, you do it. You're you're hundred percent, a thousand. I gotta ask. You know I've got to ask you a question. Yeah. Um, because I, I need to know this. Um, your grand, your great grandmother, 124 years old. 100, yeah. 124 years old. And she was, I believe she was a part of Mao's revolution. As well. Can can I ask you if you know, 
what what I mean was it uh, what type of diet did they she... oh they ate um <clears throat> no meat uh, actually I lied they ate meat but it was by their calf and stuff that they raised so everything was not the way that we're consuming here in the United States of America it's all processed food in the United States yes. all GMOs whereas when my grandmother was alive she was smoking cigarettes she was chewing tobacco she was yeah um, what yeah she was she drank the water that was pretty much the villagers during that time she even survived the Khmer Rouge during that time as well too. Are, are you sure that's Cambodia and not West Virginia <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that, I, I, I tell people that grand white hair do they have do like they that? have banjos in, in Cambodia <laughs> You know, because that's, I mean, you know, you talk about yeah. the Khmer Rouge and everything like that, but if you're in West Virginia and it's dark or you're lost and you fucking hear banjos, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, it's a, my, my, my great grandmother was 124. She was, I believe she was a part of the Maoist revolution. She was, she, she came to, um, you gotta think wow. about the Chinese. They, they bred with a lot of, you know, Cambodia yeah. and stuff like that. Even the French, sure. when they took over, um, they, they bred with the French as well. So I have French blood, Chinese blood. If you go to Cambodia, they speak English, French, and Man, I'm Chinese. so glad they got rid of Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> I mean, cause like, like you just solidified why they did it for me. Thank you. <laughs> And so, and that's, that's, that's how I, my mom and dad was raised with that mindset. I mean, it's like, you do what you can. I mean, if you look at the socialists nowadays, they always think that money's going to solve everything, which that's not necessarily true. It's your attitude that's going to solve everything. It's not money. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes, like your worldview. Um, so I was raised with that worldview. I wasn't necessarily raised by, um, by uh, boomers per se i was raised with literally village people mindset you know what i mean like we did what we can we grew up poor and so that's why it cost my my background cost me a lot to get along with like everybody i grew up with gang members i grew i got like i said i got shot at i got fucking beat up and so like it's just it toughed me out now the generation that you see today you beat them up they're like i'm gonna fucking sue your ass oh, wait, wait. oh my god no I, I gotta stop here i got a question yeah if you were raised by the village people why didn't you just go to the YMCA? <laughs> I was thinking. I the mean, same because thing. that's a safe place, Ben. And you would have been, you would have been safe there. Yeah. They have everything that you can but, enjoy. But if, you, if you guys look, you guys, if you guys look at like all four of us, and hang out with the boys. <laughs> I mean, all four of us. I mean, even if I'm like young. I still understand where you guys are coming from because not only that, I have empathy. So I totally understand like the working class. And that's why I, I've, I stood up to actual working class people who like who lives in Alabama. So like that, I get it. And like this whole notion that the people from the South is racist. So you were talking well look you were talking about being um you know straight up and and i, I mean am, yeah. there are racist fucks in around. i mean and again i mean uh, with my wife i mean you know we've been to a family gatherings and a family member say something fucking racist and it's time to go at that point you know christmas is over yeah I mean, grab like, a fucking turkey <laughs> leg and head to the door <laughs> And, I mean, and I'm good with that at that point. You know what I mean? Because this shit's getting crazy anyway. But. You know what I mean? And just like, you know, I get to know any anybody. Like if I podcast, like I podcast with you guys, I podcast with a lot of, of, of right-wing people and they have conversation because they're curious. Oh, wait they a minute. Have, now I'm <laughs> they have never They have never talked to anybody that's, that the left is talking about, like people of color, people who are poor and stuff like that. And the first question I asked me is, what's your first thought about Asian people? Cat? Dog? What bugs? <laughs> <laughs> we feed you long time, remember? <laughs> you know, and that's that's what I said because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to break that ice because 
we're all <laughs> racist in our own way. We all absolutely. Have we all have that. I, I bet that, the, that I bet the human. motherfuckers after after twenty twenty. I bet they fucking leave a uh, bat off the off the the <laughs> A B or C right. But, they, but you guys know that um, before the coronavirus got discovered, there was um, the Chinese. They have a um, a lab in Cambodia, and they found COVID nineteen in a pangolin in Cambodia's lab. So just letting you guys wow. know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they, they found the pangolin. At the, <coughs> hey, look, it's true. Asian people. I don't know about the dog part because I have a dog and I see what she eats and no, thank you. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm, Amer- I'm Americanized, <clears throat> but I get it because I mean, like, like if you guys go to like, um, if you ask people like West Virginia, do you guys really like play the banjo and shit? You know, like it's like Dude, no. Like you know what? Well, I was up with my cousin last night and she asked me the same damn question and, and I said, "Listen, baby, with y'all his cousin not worry like about that. it because you're pregnant, like you know." So but, but, get out there and change that fucking tire too. That's like here, been here in West Virginia. Have you ever heard the term roadkill? I've, I've heard the term. I heard okay. the term roadkill. Stuff like that. It's look if you like really, possum gravy. You ever heard of that? <laughs> Literally, so, West Virginia has okay. a state law that says that if you hit a deer on the highway, you I, have the right to eat it. I hit a fucking deer one time. I hit a deer one time with my jeep, dude. I, and I was right across from a state police station. So I thought I was doing the right thing. And like, hey, I hit a deer just now. He said, you want to just take it home with you? I said, no, I'd kind of like somebody. I'm just going to kick it off the side of the road. Y'all can take it from there. And Let's let marinate a little bit. I'll come along. I, look, we're, we're, we're coming up on uh, an hour and 58 minutes. Uh, I, I don't know how much time you got or anything. Um, but um, uh, there's a, a couple things I want to cover just real quick. Uh uh, one thing, I, I guess, maybe just just one last thing for you because I, I thought it was really. Uh, um, we gotta do this again, though. Yeah, it's some yeah, absolutely, anytime. Then. But but um, you know, you had mentioned, uh, you know, how will people remember you when you die? And I mean, obviously, you you are fighting this fight because if you if we don't win this. Mm-hmm. If, if we don't, I mean, at some point, like I said, I know what's ahead of us and it, there's going to be a point where it doesn't look like we win this and then, and then shit gets really bad. But, um, if we don't say these things, if we don't record, if we don't do what you're doing mm-hmm. and what we're doing and what Alex Jones is trying to do uh, the best he can, I mean, he's got this, you know, he, he's got a, pl- a great platform, but just think of what the, the ears he can't reach because because they have decided to do it. But, you know, not getting off on that, but, you know, if we don't stand and if we don't speak and if our voices aren't heard for posterity, then, you know, it truly is lost. But how, I mean, you know, in a hundred years when they look back on the Far Out Wisdom podcast or, or you know, Wiki Boon Him, mm-hmm. what do you want it to say about you? It was probably say. <clears throat> because when this is going back to my dad, he was a coward. And I hate to say it like that because it took him 47 years to admit that Pol Pot was wrong. And the reason why the, he, he admit he was wrong is because he was afraid to get killed. I don't want to mm. live that legacy. I, I want to have that. the legacy that I stand up for truth. I stood up for justice. I stood up for going against these fucking bastards that are just tearing everything apart. And Amen, I, sister. Even, I got yeah, your even, six. Even, yeah, even if even if I'm tiny, I'm only four nine guys. I'm tiny. I'm small. Okay. I would rather be known that I've fucking throw my fists, and if I Hell miss, yeah. I miss. But I took that fucking shot. 
Yes, ma'am. And that's what I, I because I'm just letting you guys know that's it. <laughs> like the culture war, guys, it's getting it's gonna get bloody. And so yes, what I'm trying to do is is that I'm trying to get like the best of the best to come together and say, <clears throat> wake the fuck up, guys. Let's not worry about chicks with dicks, okay? Or <laughs> you know what I'm like, wait, I whoa. was warned not even to bring that up. And, you know, here we go. I was like, I said, let's, not, let's not worry about pronouns, guys. Let's not worry about any of that because if you guys don't know this about Edward Snowden, he's arrested. He's, I don't know where he lives. I think he lives in Russia. If he's, he's Russia. yeah, if he is the enemy, then we have a fucking problem. Yes. Because our, because our idea of a hero, it's turned upside down. It's because our fucking villains are now the heroes, and that's the yep. problem. And I'm trying woe, to change that. You know what I mean? So. Woe unto those that call good evil and evil good. Yep. Yep. We, um, Boone, you're fantastic. Um, I, I, I thought I would wait till till we got you know a good bit into it. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, I think I've covered just about everything, but uh, we have a gift for you. Um, here at the Powder Monkey Podcast. And uh, on uh, behalf of uh, InfoWars, PirateInfoWars.com, the Powder Monkey Podcast, all the crew here, um, InfoWarsDomains.com, uh, we're going to do that classic legendary 360 win. I have a gift for you. You're now a .com owner. I registered for you. They're yours to do with what you want. We'll talk after the show. I'll get it switched over wherever you want. But okay. I, I saw where these fuckers might be able to go in, register your intellectual property, and then, you know, by grabbing a .com. So I grabbed uh, the Far Out Wisdom Podcast.com and Far Out Wisdom Podcast.com. And we'll transfer those wherever you want. They're yours. But, Thank uh, you. I appreciate uh, it. But uh, yeah, so now you know people can go straight to your URL and um, absolutely. But uh, I registered Thank those you. through Epic, and uh, and we greatly appreciate your fight. And I thought that would be uh, uh, you know a little bit of a uh, way to magnify what you do. And I hope uh, you know I hope you reach billions of ears with it. I and, hope so. I mean, I, I I'm trying. I, I'm trying, guys. I mean, let's put it this way: they were rather. I would rather be the face of it than, than because they're not going to listen to whites. I'm just going to, I, mean, I hate to say it. If it's a white person fighting the culture war, they're not going to look at it. They're not going to pay attention to it. You're gonna I've need, got you, like 15 followers. You're going to need a little, a little tiny person, a little fucking. Hey, listen, I, 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 hope, I hope you take this the right way, but this is what we're going to do. Okay. We got four foot nine. Little girl, come go, come out and kick your fucking ass because she going to spit the fucking truth, okay? Now, go away before I fuck you a second time. Ooh, you guys, have, you, have, have you guys ever watched Stormtrooper? You remember that little uh, that little boy in the end? He was the, he, like he was the leader. He was leading the whole, like the, the bad guy. It's that little person. And so never under mes underestimate a small person because even the mosquito can do a lot of damage to a person. You're damn right. That's it. Well, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad John went there because I wanted to say this and I didn't want to sound racist, but I really don't care. Uh, uh, <laughs> since you put your height out there, it's so nice talking to a stereotypical Asian. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> 
Hey, we love you though. Seriously, if you ever want to get out of California, drive your RV to Mount Hope, West Virginia, and by God, we'll find a place for you to park. I, I'll throw and, an I will throw an extension cord right out. There you go. There you go. You are more than welcome in our neighborhood any day. And before I go, this is a little sense of humor. No, to the listeners, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you guys are like Alex Jones fans, stuff like that. No, Asian pussies are not sideways. Just- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God, God. she went there. Wow. She went there. I touched down. Touched down. Because that was going through my mind. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for I'm not clarifying that. that. I'm not wow. Well, what a way to end this show. Wow. Hey, we love you. Seriously. I don't care if it's sideways or upside down. Okay, I'm going to clap. I'm going to Yes. All right. Yes. This was this was a fun ride. Thank you, Boone. Look, I want to get up with you. I want I, I want to like maybe because I'm working on some uh, things myself, you know. And I, I would just like to just sit down and just you know like maybe just do a whole just phone conversation of just just your ability to talk shit like a guy. I love I, yeah. it. Really, yeah, that's so fucking sexist. I know <laughs> it, isn't it? <laughs> hey, at least I ain't racist. <laughs> Oh, I've heard many, many, many things. I mean, if you get think about it, guys, I'm a millennial, guys. I, I compete with men. I, like I, I said it before, I live my life like I'm in prison. I fight the biggest guy, even though I was like small. I just it really doesn't go. It doesn't go both ways. I mean, seriously. I mean, I, there was one point I wanted to be a lesbian. And I was walking, I wanted to be a ninja. Lesbian. I, I, I was. I was with. I was with these friends at work and they were lesbians. And I was like, I think I'm going to be a lesbian. And they were like, you can't. And I was like, why? And they're like, you have a dick. And I'm like, that's so fucking sexist. (laughs) You know? But I found a way I identify as a vegetarian. (laughs) Boom him. It was great. I really appreciate you coming on the Powder Monkey podcast. Thanks, guys. Uh, we will have to do this again. Yes, and, this is uh, mandatory. We will say our goodbyes off uh, the air, but thank you so much for coming on. And like I said, it was it was our absolute <laughs> great show. Thank you, great great show. Thank you. Uh, just letting you guys know that uh, Zencaster, I'm going to have to end this. Uh, you, when you end it, um, I have to leave my screen up so it can download on your end. So I will mute my mic and call it. Okay. In. Okay, so um, now you said you're going to produce this, right? And you, yeah, yeah. Just send me the, if you want me to do post production. I definitely do it. But if you, well, I mean, it, that's, yeah. that's up to you. However, you want to do it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, if you want, I'll, uh, I'll. Uh, so uh, just to do that, uh, do I hit stop yeah. recording now? Stop recording. Yeah. Okay. Here we go.
Deus é Tio.